forgot that the intro was running and we were having a very interesting talk about Pocket's vegan lifestyle techniques that she is releasing now on the <laughs> internet um, in weekly podcast format at www.pocketsveganlifestyle no, 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 let me stop you there you never make up websites because they always end up being real <laughs> they're gonna be real <laughs> they're gonna go to it and be like what the fuck pockets vegan website we were doing that. i have a actual story i was uh this is when i worked in the game industry and we were doing that in a work chat and then one of them ended up being a really really hardcore porn site <laughs> and our boss came out like and you're done yeah. all of you are oh, done yeah. I have a pretty horrific story like that, but I'm not going to tell it right now. Um, <laughs> remind me and I'll tell horrific. you. I'll, I'll say it on my own stream. I'm not risking it here. Um, <laughs> it's a truly horrendous story. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Table Stories Dying Order. Uh, we've been away for two weeks due to all sorts of chaos and nothing really um, going right in the year 2020 and everything is madness. Um, but we're back, we're here, and we're going to continue with our story. Um, the, uh, just a quick update on the rules, because the rules are really important. Um, just to let you know that, um, all of you can do what you want. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care about the rules, and I just want to state once again at the beginning that I don't really run D&D. We're... We're playing D&D 5e, kinda, but really I'm just using it. I'm using it as a blueprint to create whatever I want. Um, so somebody uh, left a pretty hardcore complaint about the fact that I didn't know exactly how the offhand rule works. And um, I didn't even look it up. I still don't know how it works because I'm going to prove to you that you don't need to know how it works to run a D&D game and have fun with your friends. So... With that said, you can all use your off hands to do whatever you want, okay? Just do it in your own private time. And um, we're, <laughs> we're going to dive straight in uh, because it's been two weeks and you have... So time is actually passing in real time um, in the game. So you're actually two weeks behind and the world is ending. Um, imagine if I did that, that would be awful. Yeah, that would be horrific. <laughs> you don't show up, the world ends. Um... Yeah, so we're just gonna jump on in, if that's okay with this Biarix. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm ready. Okay, just check. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Bo, bo, bo. Quick reminder of what's happened so far, just to get your uh, memories activated once again. You all entered um, the door that was associated with Aura, and Aura's kind of area of the boundary that you were sharing. You um, 
you immediately encountered a being that was uh, called Sean DeCole that you've kind of likened to a giant goose who flew you to um, a very muddy kind of plain area with um, with no creatures or things or anything. Um, you landed and were told to guard a, a sapling which grew into a massive tree after you defended it from these creatures which came straight out of Nocturne called Briar's Children. Um... They canonically are Briar's children from Nocturne um, in a very, very obscure and very weird crossover event. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the tree grew into um, an enormous thing and around it there was a huge forest. Um, the tree revealed itself to actually be um, an embodiment or the god Lathander, which is a, um, a god of life and... and uh, and sunshine and newness and spring um you interacted with this god who was kind of planning for what sounded like some sort of party later on um and uh this god um provided you sort of a place to rest for a little while when suddenly that creature returned sean the giant goose creature and said that you have to go because you have to go to summer now um, so you left Lathander and Spring behind, um, jumped back onto the back of Shondacol, um, and uh, I think Lathander said Spring breathes new life into the world around us when you were uh, flown away, whisked away to to the um, next kind of area. You were flown for some time. Um, Bo fell off the back of the giant goose and was um, plucked out of the air and traveled for the majority of the journey inside the goose's mouth. Um, when you arrived at the area, uh, you were kind of spat out into the water nearby. The rest of you had a relatively um, soft landing. Um, and uh, pretty much that's where we pick up today as we return. Um, each of you are dropped off at a beach. Um, around you the sun is shining it's warm it's not uncomfortably hot it's it's but it's certainly much warmer than it was previously there's a, a definitive kind of heat to the area there's a light breeze um, and clear clean sand all around um, you can see in one direction a blue ocean pretty much as far as you can see in that direction um, there is a huge expanse of of beach land around you and sand. Um, there are trees and rocks and there are small islands that you can see nearby. Um, but the area that you are on appears to be kind of an endless beach, really, that stretches out, let's say, east and west of you. Um, and uh, the three of you that are that are on the beach and aren't kind of swimming towards the shore um, probably notice that nearby-ish behind you, um, you can see that there is um, an expanse of land with what looks like sort of lush, fertile greenery. Um, no houses or anything like that, but lots of, of plant life and things that sprawl over a, a plains. And then at the edge of that, there's a forest and a pretty large one um, that seems to stretch out endlessly um, in either direction as well. And then beyond that, you can see in the distance a snowy mountaintop um, pretty far away from where you are. As each of you three that were placed more carefully on the beach 
um, turn back around, Sean DeCall lifting off into the sky and flying back the way that you came from and not, not another direction. Um, you can see Bo probably pulling himself up out of the water and um, walking, I think we said like Daniel Craig in the Bond yes. movie, mm -hmm. towards where uh, you guys are. Um, here is a little map. This was actually drawn by Jack Lack for us. Um, this is an actual semi almost commissioned fan art because Jack came to me and said, hey, since we have two weeks off, can I draw something for you? What about the beach? Do you want to describe it to me? So I gave him the information Aww. of what the beach actually looks like around where you are. And Jack actually drew this background piece. So it's not just a fan art thing necessarily this time. It's actually a thing that I can use here as a, as a depiction of the area that you are. Um, and this is pretty much what you That's can amazing. see here. Um, you, um, the three of you turn towards where Bo is. You probably see a little crab scuttle across the sands in front of you. Um, it stops underneath a single lone palm tree. Um, the crab kind of holds its claw up for a moment you think maybe as if it's greeting you and then it scuttles away again and heads towards the water where you can see Bo dripping wet um, beard sopping wet um, glasses dangling kind of awkwardly off of his face as he's pulling himself and his loot out of the water um, Bo probably you can use your own ridiculously overtly powerful um abilities with water now to literally dry stuff as well because you can just remove water and fling it off so you can dry your beard and dry your hair and whatever you're a hairdryer in in the sense that in in an inverted way you can control water right you can remove it to a degree too but probably you can see Bo moving his hands and the water re being removed from his items as he uh, steps up onto the beach um yeah there's other trees around. There's areas of the beach that have um, rocks and, and trees on. But where you are specifically, there's really only this single palm tree. Oh, in the distance, some um, some uh, um, forestry and, and plainslands beyond where you are. But it's quite calm here and, and um, it doesn't seem to be like really anything happening. Just a lazy beach. Um, so what do the four of you do? Well, this is nice. I know, I, I, but I run towards Bo because he's just sopping wet. He got dropped out of Shauna Call's mouth into the water. Bo, are you okay? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I and um, I, 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 I take that uh, aura's uh, coming towards me. I'm uh, drying myself off with my uh, water ability. But as I do that, I, I also uh, start uh, removing um, some of my clothes, considering uh, it is very hot here. And um, well, what what you know, uh, more appropriate, um, I, I uh, start sporting my man key. Oh, oh, oh. I'm ready. I, I. I I'm like amazed Listening. by the water like wicking away from his body, but then get kind of weirded out when his clothes start being removed. <laughs> oh, Some okay. I'm glad you're okay. Glistening pectorals there, Bo. Oh, thank you. 
looks great. It is kind of hot. And I, I have my like long ranger coat on, but I I just kind of touch it instead of taking it off just because I feel like I shouldn't. Well, I'm going to take mine off. This this coat that was oh, your, your mother's. I'll, I'll put it in my backpack, though. I, I, I won't leave it here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I... Yeah, I never take mine off. I don't know. I'm slowly getting more and more overheated as each You're moment You're going to give yourself heat stroke. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? Probably not. Yeah, I'll see. I'll just wear it for a little bit longer. Right, sure. Sure. Where do you think we have to go? I, I, th- I think the mountain over there. Quite, quite the trek in this, uh, this heat. Although I, I must say, I wouldn't mind sitting on the on the beach here for a minute, putting my toes in the sand. Might be kind of nice. I think, I think you'd see Ellie just walking towards the mountain. Oh, <laughs> just like she's in all black, but now she has like just sand everywhere. What's and, the rush? in the middle of the sun? <laughs> Wait. Ilya, I, th- I think we're going to sit for a minute. Re- re- recover. Is there is there a tree, like, nearby that she can sit under? There is. There's the one palm tree that sits, and it's there's a there's an area of shade that you could easily sit underneath the palm tree in. I think you'd hear her, like, grumble, and then she'd just walk over the tree and sit down. <laughs> yes, well. This is definitely not her scene. Oh. It's better than the underworld, right? Like, look up at you, and the look would just be one of those, like... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess... This is her underworld. Oh, that's true. Right, well, I'm going for a swim. Just a quick one. Me too. I'll keep look out. I just drop my backpack and take a couple layers off and and start heading in with, with my walking stick. Woo! I, I'm like the mom at the beach who kind of gathers all the stuff and I'm going to bring it underneath the palm tree and I'll sit down underneath the palm tree and bring all of Suna's stuff with me and set it nicely next to the palm tree. Are you sure you don't want to come in, Aura? I'm good. It's so refreshing. No, no, I, I mean, I'm not wearing a swimsuit or anything and I don't have stuff well, you don't I... need a swimsuit. Yeah, well, you can go naked. A swimsuit. I'm not they complaining. Don't... They don't know it, but I'm thinking about my tail. <laughs> yeah, so I just sit. sit. I, no, I'm good for right now. I'm I'm all right. Thank you, though. Do you I have mean, maybe... oceans where you're where you're from? No, just some lakes, some rivers. Well, I don't think you have many opportunities to swim in an ocean. Maybe I'll walk in it. I'll stand up and just start. Come, come wait in a bit. Roll up my pants which are also very long, take my boots off, and then just kind of stand by the waves, and I've never been to an ocean. This is beautiful. Have you been to the ocean before? Uh, Once or twice, but it's not like this. What about you, Ellie, Bo? Absolutely not. Well, considering I, I never uh, knew how to swim before, but because of my uh, new new abilities, uh, well, I, 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 I can appreciate it more. 
and I just run back into the water and start swimming and start making uh, little waves in the, in the water. I totally surf on those waves. Or I mean, you know, body surf. <laughs> Be honest, I just imagine Bo like, like Flipper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> around like Flipper. Bo can probably swim really quick now, realistically, because it's not necessarily that you use your arms and legs, but you can maneuver the water around you to just push yourself along, kind yeah, of like I, I would imagine he's swimming yeah. like a dolphin. He's even like jumping <laughs> yeah. like a dolphin in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wild Bo. Lovely. That smell, that smell is very nice, right, Aura? That, that salt. It is. I don't think I've ever smelt it before. Mm. I don't think they, it, it doesn't have that smell on lakes, right? No, it's Only more like pond scummy. Yeah, M -m mildew, mildew. Yeah, right. it smells fresh. Yeah. And I like kind of tangy almost kick the sand around a little bit and look around just to see if I notice anything uh, Romy, uh, the 20. I would also like to shell hunt. Plus three is a, is a, let's see here. No, plus six is what you get for that. Um, okay. You um, kick the sand up. And do you have your boots on or have you taken them off? I like hastily took them off and threw them underneath the palm tree. Yeah, you kick something, then it stubs your toe. Ah, oh my god! Are I'm you, just gonna are fall you right? dramatically onto my knee. Are you alright? Ah, yeah, I don't. Does someone need to pee on you? No, I just I kick something. I don't start. I, I don't. Th I don't think I need to be peed on. I but oh, let me. You I'll didn't start get stung by anything. I don't think so. Did I get stung, Bran? <laughs> no, it's like there was something there, like a rock, maybe. I'm going to dig through the sand as I'm like on the ground. Well, don't let it sting you again. I, I don't think it was something that stung me. It was just a hard piece of something in the sand. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, all right. it's actually wooden. And it looks like the corner of a chest or a box. Wait, is what 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 do you have there? Uh, I'm going to start digging frantically. Because it looks like a chest. Yeah. yeah. Um, it takes a little while. There's a, there's, you realize that there is a half buried chest um, well, in the sand. I'll just cast a cantrip. I'll just dig it out. Yeah. It's about halfway uh, to the water from the palm tree. So you can probably all see it regardless of where you are. Um, uh, you can see that it was, it was buried quite deeply in the sand. The corner of it was kind of at an angle, poking up slightly out of the top. Um, Zuna comes over and starts to cast the um, move earth or move sand cantrips that she was using in, in Dust Veil and you see that it um, slowly unveils and lifts the chest upwards. It looks like a very old chest, um, doesn't look very ornate, pretty standard looking um, wooden chest, um, no um, metal buckles or anything like that, even the, uh, even the um, clasps and stuff seem to be kind of made out of of um, a strange shaped wood. There isn't anything that's locking it closed or anything. And as the thing is pulled up out of the sand, um, it's, uh, it's a small-ish chest, maybe a, a foot long. Um, oh, well, look at that. Covered in sand. 
I read about, like, buried treasure. Is this a buried treasure? Well, I'd say so. Why don't you open it and find out? And I'll... Can I... Is there a latch or a lock or anything on it? No, but it looks like you can lift the top. I'll just lift the top. Yeah, you lift it and actually it kind of pops open. Like, as you begin to lift it, it's almost like something pushes the top open. The top rolls open and inside there is nothing other than a single rolled piece of parchment. Oh, I... There's a piece of paper in here. I always thought there was, like, mounds of gold or something like that. Well, I guess treasure is, is dependent on the person, right? Maybe this is the, someone's prized possession. Maybe it's a love letter. Ooh, and I'll, I'll reach in and unroll mm. the piece of paper. Yeah, you unroll it, and it's kind of... Um, the, the page is, uh, is tough. As you unfurl the thing, it's almost like it's tough from salt or, um, or age, as it um, almost cracks open at first and then unfurls to reveal a very simple-looking um, map. Um, on there, you can see the um, a, a beach. Um, you can see the palm tree. You can see chest. And you can also see a little red X located on there, too. It's a map, but... A map? You know, like, X marks the spot, but it's in the water. A treasure map. I'm, I'm in the water, am I? Therefore, yeah, the treasure? Bo, uh, Bo, do you think you could help us find this this uh, this treasure? I mean, other than oh, yourself, of course. Oh, oh, you're too kind. You are the, 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 well, the best treasure in the ocean right now. I mean, okay, just just tell me if I'm getting uh, warmer or, or colder. A little bit more to your right. Okay. And, and then and then come forward a bit. All right. Now, I, I, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Oh, back, back, yeah, back there, up? The, the, yeah, right there, right there. Right, right here? That's oh, right. Right, oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks like... It yeah, looks about right. Because the, the, the tree's right there. Yeah, that's that's yeah. right. Try well, that right good. Yeah, you just got to, like, move all the water and then see okay. if there's something there. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, like, uh, like when, when Moses parted the Red Sea, I start doing that with the, the water. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, only uh, to, to just uh, reveal the, the sand and uh, make a path for anybody who was curious to uh, see what, what this is. Yeah. As I don't you, um, think I'll get used to that, Aura. That's that's some that's some magic. I, I he was like the water was evaporating off of him when he came out of the water earlier. It was crazy. It's wonderful, very powerful stuff. You glad um, he's on our side. You see him uh, part the water, and Bo, as you do so, um, and you look down into the area that you've moved apart. Maybe it takes you a moment to kind of look around just exactly where this X might be located. Um, and eventually you catch a flash of, of color. There's something that looks like uh, red fabric. And when you head over or look towards where that is, you actually notice that there is a skull in the sand with a red bandana around its head. Um, give me... In fact, everyone give me history checks. Um, everyone has advantage except for Suna. Twelve. A natural twenty. Wow. Well, seventeen and twenty. Well, it is so, your world. I'd be surprised if you didn't know. Actually, you all recognize um, that the um, the red bandana has a skull and crossbones on it, um, and uh, it's just a bandana that you all recognize as 
as belonging to famed pirates that accost the harbors of Alexandria, um, mostly <gasps> um, uh, you will find that they wear these red bandanas with these skull and crossbones on, um, and they're constantly hitting ships, um, trade ships and the like. Um, and uh, the skull on the uh, on the sand there doesn't um, doesn't seem to do anything. It doesn't seem to be attached to anything, and there doesn't seem to be anything else around it. Though. What is this? what is that? I, I I pick up. I pick it up. It's a skull. Oh 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 oh! Is that a skull? Wait, is it a pirate? Okay, so the buried treasure is this like a? I don't think pirates. Yeah, I mean... That's someone's head. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of heads lately. This one belonged to a person. Yeah. Is there a body, Bo? I, nope, not that I'm seeing. This is all I was able to find. Um, I wonder why they would mock that. Is there something special about this skull? Can I examine it? Uh, yeah, give me an investigation check. Maybe he was their leader. Maybe there's something under the, bana- the bandana? Nothing really Maybe. special about Maybe. this skull. Um, it looks like a um, pretty average-sized human skull. There isn't, like, tiefling horns or anything like that. Um, but it's hard to tell whether it's a human or an elf, maybe. Um, it doesn't look small, so it probably isn't halfling or a, or a gnome or something like that. It doesn't have like a wide top part, so it's probably not uh, um, anything other than most likely an average humanoid skull. Someone probably exactly what you might expect to find from an Alexandrian pirate. Nothing weird about it though, apart from the fact that it still has the bandana on. Maybe a dig underneath him? Maybe there's something underneath his head? Are uh, Una? Are they? Are you guys still on like shore? Yeah, we're we're waiting in the water. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. I think I would walk up beside you guys by now. Cause yeah, yes, Ellie, look at this. It's a, it's a it's a human skull and a treasure map with a bandana and, and an actual treasure map. Hmm. Well, you probably need to dig. I mean, they're not gonna just have that just sitting out. I'm going to start digging from where the skull was. Don't don't worry about that, Bo. No. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my cantrip again, move Earth, but I'm trying to make it look as fancy as when Bo parted the sea. It's not going to look as fancy, but I am trying uh, to move the Earth and lift up. Let me me just try that. Oh. Uh, Roll me a performance check. (laughs) (laughs) I take a step back. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh I think you know that you can do better but you've never maybe done it before and you kind of try and make it look fancy but the the sand is all wet and sticking together so it doesn't like it would look probably quite nice with the, the clean dry sand but with the wet sand it kind of starts to fling around a little bit but mostly it looks impressive as you clear some of this sand up um revealing the uh the area underneath where the skull was, um, but there doesn't appear to be anything else there as you move parts of this earth around. How does it look, Bo? No, there's nothing here. Oh. Where is the skull, Bo? 
in my hand. Okay. It's not going to start talking to me, is it? No, but it does start speaking to Ellie. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as Ellie gets closer and closer um, and starts watching all this stuff happen, um, oh, you're maybe unconsciously watching this, this thing happen, and then yeah. your hand, you don't even notice as the skull turns around in your hand and looks at Ellie and says, Hey, what do you want? Oh! Can we all hear it? No. Okay. And also, Bo doesn't realize, but he's like making its mouth move like this. So it kind of looks a bit like Bo's doing this to you, but at the doing same it. time, okay. Ellie, you see Bo kind of talking to Sauna saying, Hey, I don't know where this, there's nothing there or whatever. So you get the sense That's that it's not Bo doing it. Do I have a feeling it's because of my connection to the undead now? Absolutely. Okay. I think I would try to walk up to Bo if I could. Can I? Yeah, you Is he can. part of the sea, right? Yeah, he's like, you guys are all close enough. There isn't like Okay, a I think I'd walk up to him and try to grab the skull from him. Well, I mean, without hesitation, I, I, I hand it over to Ellie. I'd sort of like put it up in front of my face. And I'd be like, okay, so who are you? Hey, what does that matter? Who are you? You wake me up. I mean, we're looking for treasure, I guess. Man, what are you asking me for? Ask the damn crab. Ask the crab? What crab? And I look back at Aura. Is she, is she talking? She's talking to the skull. Are you okay? Did you have too much salt water, Ellie? Are you I can't hear it's, this? It might be heat talking stroke. Talking to me right now. I, w- I warned you about the, the stroking of the heat. Yeah, maybe. No, he's saying you need to ask the crab. You saw a crab, didn't you? Yeah, no. I start what? looking around for the crab that waved at me. And I think Ellie would just keep looking at the skull, just like, hmm. Hey, I'm tired. You? Come on, put me back to bed. No, no, no. Who are you? <sighs> the skull stops speaking. Uh, I chuck it. Whoa! <laughs> I'll try to catch it. <laughs> skull lands in the water. Oh. What? Why would you throw it? What? He stopped talking to me. That's rude. Uh, he wanted to go back to sleep, apparently. You guys disturbed him. Did, did uh, you? Oh. Said you need to ask the crab questions. Okay. Know. What crab? There's a crab when we got dropped off. He, it kind of scuttered, scuttered, scurried away. And I'll start looking for the crab or fo- like look for the little, what do they call it? Little leg prints in the sand? Yeah. Little leg prints in the sand. Um... Give me a perception check, or if anyone's looking... You can give me perception or survival checks, I guess, if you want to look for the crab or tracks or try and locate where it might be. All right, I'll search in the water. Damn, these rolls. 21, 15, 21, and 13. Um, Bo, you're looking in the water, and you're pretty convinced that the uh, that the crab is not in the water. You do see the skull. The skull sinks to the bottom of the sand, and uh, as it hits the sand at the bottom of the water, there's a moment where you're not sure, but it looks a little like the skull smiles. Um, you're pretty convinced there's no crab in the water here. The rest of you can all see the crab hanging from the top of the palm tree, kind of upside down, hanging from one of the, uh, from one of the, the palm leaves. Um, as each of you spots the crab, it waves a claw towards you. Is that waving at us? 
I like cautiously wave my hand back at it. Or like, I think it's, I think it's, why is it up the tree? I don't know. I don't know. Try talking to it. I bet hopefully it's not as mouthy as that skull was. Talk to it? (laughs) Hello, crab. What? what? We're not, oh, hello. Do we all hear that? Yes. See, I told you. See, you guys should listen to me more. (laughs) I suddenly feel very naked. Yeah, There's a stranger here. Uh, um, can you help us, little crab? Well, yes, I can. Um, what a silly game. The crab suddenly starts scuttling down the palm tree and moving across the sand towards you speaking. When the crab speaks, you can hear like a small voice coming from the crab as if the crab is moving a tiny little mouse speaking to you. But there's an, an element of the crab's voice that comes at you from around as well that gives it an enhancement you can hear it quite clearly regardless of its size and the fact that it's moving towards you and as it's moving towards you it's kind of just moving its arms very blase um you can see tiny little eyes looking at you from the crab as it moves across the sand towards you the crab says there's no need for a difficult trial you can relax it's um summer it should be fun and relaxing well, aren't really you adorable? Hot. Sorry. He, well, well, I, I mean, he is ador- adorable. Wait, what's your name? Um, she. Thank you. Sorry. My name is Chontia. So, sorry, I called you a, a he, Chontia. That's okay. Um. Uh, are you prepared for the harvest? I, I mean, I, I know how to do farming and I can help with a harvest. What kind of harvest are, are we doing? Well, that depends what you want, I suppose. Crab turns around and points a large um, claw towards where the fields are and says, Onwards towards the forest, there's fields of wheat and barley and oats and rye and fruits or... What is it you like to eat? Vegetables? Yes. Yes. Vegetables. Lots of vegetables on the way, so you can harvest those things and, um, and, uh, eat, eat them. You eat, right? Yes. Yes. There you go. Uh, Okay, so we just got to go help with the harvest then. Is that what we're supposed to do? You, you, you need, you need, um... Um, nourishment. Right? Are we the harvest? What? What? Oh, I don't know. In my mind, I mean, I just talked to a skull. I thought maybe we were going to be the harvest. No, 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 no. You need nourishment. You're looking pale and, and weak. You should eat. It's, it's, um, uh, autumn. Autumn and the trials of autumn. You need nourishment for the trials of autumn, that's right. Right. What the hell is he talking about? She. Are you on drugs? What? No, maybe. <laughs> well, with, with, with all due respect, uh, Ellie is just, just fine the way she is. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I can't help well, it. I'm pale. You, uh, okay. If you say so. Well, this is your last chance to relax, though, so... Um, Rest and uh, 
Well, move on to autumn when you want. Take your time. The crab Do suddenly you... buries itself into the sand. Right, well, uh, okay, I was well, gonna Well, that ask wasn't you. foreboding at all. Right. You guys need nourishment. And Ellie goes and sits back down at the palm tree. Well, I think she said specifically you need nourishment. I need nourishment? What am I... How am I gonna get nourishment? Look at I me. don't know. What do for you need? For some reason, she thought you needed to be stronger. To eat. I think I think it's because you you know the bags under the eyes and the whole sullen look. This is like a magical world. Maybe you can eat what's here. I'm starting to feel attacked right now. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying that I think it's because you look un, undead, you know, and then th- that's why. I can feel it too. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna start <sighs> making my way towards the edge of the forest. Uh, I would take a rest or something. Did we, wait, did we all, we already rested, right? Yeah, you're actually feeling pretty good, probably. Oh, okay. Nah, then Ellie would get up and walk towards the forest as well. For some reason, I thought- standing here in my underwear. Could we just wait for, for 10 minutes? Can't we just enjoy the ocean for 10 minutes? I got excited. I mean, like, I know how to do this stuff. If it's like- Ellie would be like, I need nourishment. (laughs) She would just walk. I mean, you, you well. could try. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see what's in the forest. Maybe there is something you can eat. Maybe there's like a, a blood tree or something. You, I'm not a vampire. I know, but I don't know what you might. Maybe there's something out there for you. Maybe. Right, but we, but we best not let them go off on their own into the forest. Huh? I, I'm a little Playtime's slow in the situation. I, I'm, I'm still in the water relaxing. So I, I, I come out of the water running out like Baywatch in my mankini. Oh, wait, wait. We, uh, God, wait, what? <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, you're just everything. The water is just, you know, it, it's like you're going in slow motion for some reason. I don't know Do if you're again. doing that on purpose, but it's, Do it it's, again. it's good illusion magic, whatever it is. But I just got <laughs> out. Do it again. It's just, yes. one, just one more time. It, it really did look like you were coming in slow motion, and I, I almost heard this like, sound. Okay, I run back in the water. Right, and then I, I I do over the uh, the Baywatch run coming out of the water the, the the ocean. Yeah, give me Dude, a give like me a performance check. Motion. I want to oh, see no. how. <laughs> I knew see how this good was good. Twenty one. He looks so good, man. He looks so good. He actually looks kind of hot, like for old man Bo. Like he comes running out in this weird mankini, but actually like. The sun hits him just right. His hair goes up behind him. He actually looks pretty good in the in the uh, in the water there coming out. Do, do you I think see, you like, see even Ellie crack a smile, which does not happen very often. Gem of the ocean, right there. Well done, Bo. Well done. It's like the light bounces off of you. The water glistens the and everything. It's glistening really weird. pectorals. Yes. It's very All weird. Right. I just go get dressed. I'm weirded out now. I'm gonna walk. I start dressing up too, I suppose. Yeah, so you take a few moments to get uh, dressed. The um, uh, the sun continues to beat down here. There's no um, there's no animals or creatures or anything. No um, crab that wanders in and out. Um, after uh, each of you gets changed, you're heading towards the the um, edge of the plains here. 
Yes, I will, I, I will collect maybe a small handful of seashells, and, and then, yes, I will meander towards the edge of the forest. To do that, yeah. Um, yeah, you guys start moving towards the edge of the, um, the sands here. The um, sand eventually gives way to green grass. Um, and as you head up and over the lip of where the edge of the beach is, um, does anybody look back? I do. You see a little crab waving at you. I look, I look back too, and I, 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 I turn to Sue and I want me to catch that. The, the crab? Yeah, for dinner we, later. No, we can no, eat no, it. no, no, I think that's a very special crab. No, I like, think we should eat it. That's no, even, no, that's that. more reason. No, it's you're a, not eating it's the crab. a goddess. What? It's a goddess, like and we're not going to eat it. The crab was talking to us. Do you just kill anything that talks to you? Oh, I, 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 mean, I <laughs> it's funny whenever whenever Aura says that, Ellie just kind of like looks at her with like a blank expression, like really. <laughs> um, Do you just kill anyone that talks to you? Saying that to an assassin. That thing can talk. Yes, it was talking to us. It's waving goodbye. Telling well, us if it to... gave you like magical powers if you ate it. Hmm? Well, no, we're, we're not eating the crab. No, we're not eating the crab. Even if I was to entice you with with maybe a slab of butter, although I've had crab legs before. They're pretty good. She has a name, Shantia. <laughs> yes. Also, don't get also... too attached now, Aura. It's no, no, Shantia, we're not. You think you taste well? We're we're debating Shant- it. Tia is 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 a is a deity, is she not? Uh, you can't just be the goddess. What? Hmm. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. I I mean I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure she's a goddess of the earth. You can't just you can't just eat her. Okay, Aura, Suna, I think you both had some salt water. Um, I think you're overreacting here. I mean, we did kill, you know, a god of death. Yes. So. I, I, yeah, but that that guy was trying to kill us back. Shantia was just waving at us as a little crab. No, no, he wanted us to kill him, and that's all right. I'm okay with it. But I mean, what makes this different? If we need food, the crab does not want us to kill it. For one, for starters. Oh, no one ever wants you to really kill them. If we're being honest here, here's <laughs> I the thing. Know. Okay, wow. let me settle right. this. All right, once and for all. I turn to the crab. Can you talk? Crab is really far away. <laughs> It's like a tiny little thing just waving at you. Probably by the time you finish speaking, it's like burying into the ground and gone again. Well, shit. Oh, there goes dinner. Shantia was saying there's there's crops and things to harvest. Lots and of vegetables. Vegetables. You know, things that, you know, we can eat without killing the crab. I was swimming. Did, did, right. Well, now you know. There's there's lots more food supposedly in the forest, but, so we don't need to kill the crab. Oh, okay. uh, well, maybe there's more crabs on land. You each turn away from the uh, beach and head into the fields here, um, <laughs> where you uh, when you start moving through them, you can see um, in the distance oh, wow. that there's a a forest. Um, but as you start walking across the green grass, eventually you start moving into. Um, uh, longer grass and uh, these fields give way to all sorts of crops and these aren't like fields that a farmer would have produced crops in so they're not like rows of food or anything like that there's all sorts of um, um, unharvested or un- untreated um, 
uh, crops and foods here. You start walking through um, wheat and oats and barley. There's also an abundance of summer fruits. So, so um, uh, things like, um, oh, and vegetables. You can see that a lot of them are like perfectly ripe for the picking and fresh for the taking as well. Um, some of them you will have seen. Um, a lot of them you won't have seen. It's not like you have, uh, you know, grocery stores and stuff. So a lot of these things wow. are kind of exotic looking. Even if it's like a, a green bean, it might be really exotic looking to you, depending on where you're from or what you've seen. And each of you walk through patches of corn and green beans, um, peppers. There are melons. What is there this? There are mangoes. There are these oddly sprouted looking tropical trees inside of other um, groves of things. You can see papayas on there, pineapples, guavas. Um, there are wild bushes covering everything with with um, strawberries, vines with grapes on. Um, and this is just spreading out ahead of you. You can walk through this and this is what you will be walking through for um, uh, maybe a few hours as you head towards the forest that you can see ahead of you. The sky above you remains clear the sun is shining it's still comfortably warm um and every so often you'll step into um a stream of of uh fresh clean water looking around all of this food as well those of you that don't eat um begin to feel hungry as well you get a weird rumbling in your stomach that actually makes you feel like you're oh. kind of hungry oh i don't like that i don't like Do that I? either yep you too Oh, see, told you we should have got the crab. Now I'm hungry. Well, let's eat some of this. Wait, what? Oh. You're, you're, you, you are hungry? Yeah, I don't know. This is weird. What? Okay, this isn't right. The fact that Ellie is hungry. Hmm. There's magic here. Yeah. Wait, do you sense it? Well, I just mean if you're hungry. That's true. I mean, I could eat. That's not good. What? Should we? Is this? What if we eat it and it's cursed? That's what I'm thinking. Or what if it's? What if? No offense, Bo, but what if it's like you know, Faye? You don't want to eat what they give you. Nope. I'll crouch down and start inspecting the closest thing to me and see if there's anything abnormal about it since I grow. Mm. Yeah, you food. give me a nature or a survival check. Really eyeing those melons, though. Right, they look so good. And also, what's that orange thing over there? I've never seen anything like that before. It smells um, spicy, almost. Six. Six. Um, a lot of this stuff doesn't make any sense. Um, there are summer fruits that you might recognize from Bame. Um, there are, uh, but then there are all of these crazy exotic fruits that. That don't exist as far as you're concerned um, even in books and stuff you might not have seen some of these things um, the uh, fact that they're all just here just everywhere there's so much of it is crazy to you um, you aren't sure what's going on or you know whether it's good whether it's bad you know it looks real maybe grabbing one feels real it seems like it's the real thing if you grab something that you do recognize like a blackberry or something and you go oh what's that and you feel it um seems like the real thing what's going on not sure soon the same thing trying it, to work it out doesn't what smell magical it looks 
I mean, I haven't seen some of these things in real life before, but like, it looks normal. Doesn't feel magical. I'll crack, what did I pick up? Uh, what do you want to have picked up? Thinks everything is like summer fruit. Or... You said like a melon thing? Yeah, there's melons. I'll, I'll have like a melon and I'll, I'll start and t- I have like a small knife that I can maybe use to cut it open or mm-hmm. use my sword to cut it open to see what it's like inside. It looks legit. Well, that smells quite delicious. I'll try it. And I'll start I'm going to try this spicy mouth. one. Okay. And I'll cautiously take a bite of this melon. It's the best melon you've ever eaten in your entire life. Oh my god, it's so good. It. This is so delicious and spicy. Very spicy. Oh, it's so good. And I just start like housing <clears throat> this melon. It's like all over my face. Yeah, I'm crying. This. Oh, I, I, I go to Aura and, and I uh, take a, a melon from the, the bush and then I just... I start going to town. <laughs> so delicious. Best, Ellie, please. Whatever you're eating is the best ever. Ellie, you have to tr- try this. I just want to see if you have the same reaction I do, because it's very spicy. Why are you still eating if it's spicy? I only had one bite and my nose, it's burning. Find some water. But it's really good. I'll crack off some of my melon and hand it soon. This might help cut it. It's really, it's like sweet and it's juicy and it's like... Oh, that is very delicious. Ellie's tummy would be rumbling, but she'd just be like, you all look like addicts right now. I don't think I can taste anything. This has no flavor. All all of my tongue is gone. I'd like to do a check to see if I can uh, resist. Oh, there's no charm happening. It just, it's just that for the first time, for you specifically, you don't need food anymore. And actually food makes you sick almost. It's not good for you it, it doesn't turns. taste very good doesn't usually taste good. it's yeah um for the first time probably since this curse really took its its hold over you um the smell of this food the look of it the the sense of it actually seems really appealing um give me a mm, you can give me a wisdom just give me a wisdom check i guess that's kind of the probably the best one to go for 22. You, it actually makes you feel... It, you don't feel like you're being enticed to eat it or anything like that. Um, and actually, it makes you probably, for the first time since this curse took hold, makes you actually feel a little more human for the first time for a while. Um, it, I think as you start to think about it, you see those guys eating. Um, you get more of a sensation that actually this isn't some sort of trick or anything like that at all. And that this is legit food that you can eat and if you want to try and eat some food and and just enjoy some of these fruits or vegetables this might be the last chance you'll ever get well then i would go to whatever aura was eating pick it up and start to eat it i'm not i'm not down for spice (laughs) and it tastes good and it your body doesn't reject it it doesn't um it doesn't feel when you guys are eating this stuff the same way um, it might when you're eating food. It doesn't seem to like fill you up. Um, it just tastes nice. It's just enjoyable to just be able to eat food for the sake of eating it. Um, it doesn't feel like it's doing anything 
in terms of like you're sitting and eating and you eat too much and you get overfed or anything like that you can literally just um eat some of this stuff and as you guys do so maybe you're walking along and you grab another thing and and, and eat it as you're walking through some of these um fields you notice that there is more of the land around you coming to life there are elements that you didn't notice before there weren't any creatures here at first but now you notice that there's a butterfly that that floats across uh, your vision for a moment um as you concentrate on the butterfly it takes two seconds before you realize it's actually a pixie that flies quickly past um and disappears into some vines you realize that one of the trees that you were staring at actually has a face um and it's and it's uh it kind of smiles a little bit towards you before it's the bark shifts and changes um you see um suddenly you start to see life appearing in the distance you see what might be um a herd of horses or something running very far um away from where you are in the sky you notice that there is um uh birds and creatures around you um sooner give me a perception check You think we could eat all these too? 14. I, I would like to try. Sure. I want to try everything I've never had before. And maybe even the blackberries. I really like black blackberries. Do you see that? Huh? What? Sooner like, sees, did I know? Sooner sees something, but what do you see? Well, do I see the face on the tree? Uh, yes. You, I mean, you can kind of see what you want. You, basically, the, the thing, you couldn't see any life. And the more you eat and the more you become almost attuned to this area, you start to see that there's a lot of life here. There are creatures that seem to be living perfectly in harmony with the, uh, the plant life and the area. Not loads, it's, but it's, it's not like teeming or anything. But you can see that there's lots of stuff now and you can start to hear creatures and recognize that there are these things moving around. Aura, give me a... Um, me a nature check with advantage you, you see all that i um Is this drugs it's not drugs what you are witnessing are celestial beings these are all celestial creatures god-like or god-born or um attuned in some way to um to sort of divine um creatures or they are creatures they're not like gods necessarily but they're celestial in nature so that they're kind of god touched in a way um sooner you see an owl take flight um it looks at you large eyes ringed in gold um before turning towards the forest and flying directly towards the forest that you guys are heading for and as you've been walking you notice you're actually a lot closer to the forest than it seemed while you were picking at these fruits and eating these vegetables and now you really feel a strange kinship with the land. Each of you feels an attunement almost to the area around you. Um, you don't feel like an invader. You don't feel like you're being charmed. It doesn't feel like a negative thing. But you, you understand the land around you a little better now. You've come to, uh, you've come to feel more comfortable, maybe. However, you this want is to determine that. The most magical place I've ever experienced, Aura. I know, and I'll slowly just keep taking bites of this melon this is your door this is for you as as ellie's like eating she's just gonna i'm just like gonna keep eating but then i just look up and i'm like 
man, my door sucks. And I just eat because I just feel so normal right now that it's like this feeling I, I haven't experienced since I got turned. So I'm just like eating. I don't Not know even how paying attention. could ever leave this place. I, I, I know. I, you have to be out of your mind to leave here. I think I'm in a an agreement there, Bo. Is I wouldn't mind getting fat here. And she sits, like Ellie sits down. Oh, please, I don't think you, I don't think it's possible for you to get fat, Ellie. Is Buns with me? Yeah, Buns is having the time of his life. Maybe we could stay here. And what of the rest of, well, what about everybody that we left behind? And would this even exist? I mean, isn't the everything supposed to cease? I, I look at each of them, and it's like a realization has come over her aura. All of us don't really have anybody, do we? I mean, I have children. Yeah, but you didn't... You don't know where they are. I do now. Do you think that's why we were chosen? Because none of us at the time had any connections? Well, my, my memories were taken from me, so so maybe you're right. Maybe you're onto something there. Maybe I wouldn't have gone had I remembered. Seems right, a little Bo. backwards for me, but... And Bo's right. We can't... I can't... not... save some of them. Some of the people I know. Yes, what about Alvin? Alvin and... I don't know. I ever just get tired? Oh, sweetie, yes. Very much so. I'll just eat another bite of melon and look around. I think these are gods. If you're lucky, maybe this is where you go when you die. It is your door, after all. You don't think that's what happens when we die? Like we get what's behind our door? And I panically looked over at Ellie. Well, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know what the trial is. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's a nice thought. I, I wouldn't like that. I, I wouldn't want to be stuck with bubble butt. Right. Well, you might not be stuck with bubble butt. You know, you might defeat Bubble Butt, and then, you know, you can go anywhere. You're a water god, Bo. Maybe we can rig it, and we can all come here. That would be very nice. That I wouldn't mind. Or we could just combine a little bit of everybody's. Then together. we'd probably just get Lacrin. We'd just be roommates. I wouldn't mind being roommates, I, I don't suppose. It's a well, be beautiful world you have here, Bora. I don't know what it means. I don't know if it's coming from your mind or if it's just something from your blood, but it's beautiful. I didn't expect this. I mean, after being in Bo's door and Ellie's, I didn't think my place would be like this. 
Don't you realize how special you are? And how powerful you are? I think with all of your help, I've slowly been realizing that, but I've never really felt that way. You've got a lot of magic in you. But my dad used to say, well, I say he's right. My dad and mom would have loved it here. Like this would have been their heaven. And I kind of start looking around. What are you looking for? My parents. Give me a perception check. Nine. Um, there isn't really anyone or anything that seems to resemble your parents here. You don't get that sense. Okay. I mean, you get the sense. You're starting to oddly understand an element about some of these creatures that you've been encountering. Um, even um, the thing that was under the water that was a shining light, um, Merkel. Um, to a degree, even the dogs that Merkel had with um, it were, in a way, celestial beings of their own. Um, these creatures are strange, and looking at each of them, you're realizing that they're 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 not too dissimilar to some of the the things that you've encountered before um, that were demons or fiends or devils, Igan, um, Chiba. Um, these are almost like their counterparts. Um, not necessarily gods, um, but outsiders of good alignment. Um, and the, in a way, and this isn't what they are, but it would be akin to like angels, kind of. It would be that kind of a, a, a sensation that you would get from them. Um, relatively divine, relatively good aligned creatures. Um that uh, exist here but not really um undead or dead or spirits of those that might have passed you know so it's it's not necessarily impossible i don't think you would think it would be impossible that somebody who has died could become a celestial or become divine in some way you don't get the sense that this is a a heaven or anything like that or somewhere that your parents might have passed on to um but it's also not technically impossible so you don't get the sense that they would be here or anything like that. Okay. How close is the tree with the face on it? Um, close. You are probably now coming up to the edge of the forest. Um, so Una, you can see an owl um, resting in the branches of a tree. Um, maybe a few trees in from the edge of the forest um the owl seems to be looking kind of over you guys near the entrance to the forest is the tree where the face was the bark kind of rearranged itself and the the face seems to have gone now um but you probably walk up now to the edge of a um very large um expanse of forest um not too dissimilar to the forest of bame um, but it's certainly not the same thing or a copy or anything like that, but the same kind of um, density. Um, fame in autumn is the sense you get from the trees. The, 
the a lots of a lot of the trees leaves are still green um it seems like a lot of them are evergreen but there are plenty that are kind of starting to yellow now and as you've moved through these fields they went from being um fresh uh to um with wilting and withering as it not in the sense of death but in the sense that you're in late autumn as you start to approach this tree line as if you've passed through the season um once you get to the edge of this forest and you look into it again, you get that sense that it's teeming with life. But it seems very thick, thick forestry surrounding the base of this mountain, which now also seems a little bigger to you as you're closer to the mountain range. There's still a huge expanse of forest before it. Um, the trees and the canopy of the trees provides you with shade at the moment. And Aura, you stand by before this tree where you saw the face on it. Um, so Una, you maybe notice the owl. Um, it stands out to you, and uh, and maybe some of the others don't notice close it. Close enough to speak to? The owl... Or too far away? Yeah, I mean, it's probably like 30 feet away and then up in a tree, and it's looking at you. It has like large golden eyes, and, and, and it stands out to you because there's an element of light shining off of it. And at first, its feathers seem to be kind of white, but the areas where the, the shaft of light hit it, you can see that they're kind of golden um, in color. Um, what do you... Uh, guys want to do oh wow look look at that oh beautiful owl i've ever seen oh does the owl stand out in regard to what other creatures there are not really to you no okay it's a bright color it's beautiful turn to the owl as i'm still continuously stuffing my face with food hello you speak to the owl Yes, of course. The owl kind of cocks its head to you. It doesn't speak back. I just, I, I think your feathers are very beautiful. Me an animal handling check. Oh, good lord. I'm not great at that. Well, unless you count Toby. The person, not the dog. Four. The <laughs> owl so cocks its head at you, turns and takes flight deep into the forest. Creature is so beautiful. You see its wingspan? Yes, it is absolutely incredible. I've never seen a bird quite like that before. No. I think I've seen a barn owl, you know, the brown ones that are much smaller. Pretty loud, too. Owls. All these animals seem very rude. First the crab and now the owl. I, I don't understand. The crab was very friendly, like she waved. The crab was on drugs. I'm pretty sure the crab was on drugs. Says says the person who spoke to a skull. It was, t- I mean, yeah, it was a, talking to me. It have was pretty frightening me? to see you do that, though. I have to say, you, you look you look bright, brighter. Now your skin's not so pale. Oh oh, for a second I thought you said I was uh, you meant I was glowing. Yeah, well, you yeah, kind of. Your skin is uh, very dewy. You look nice. Hmm. But I you couldn't feel- take any of that fruit with me then. Well, do you want me to pack some up? I, I mean, did it, did it all wilt away? It's um no 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 no. It's not like wilted. It's not like rotting away or anything like that. No. So any that you still have on you would probably still be fine. Yeah. I could just pack up some berries. Yeah, we should. Don't uh... be too greedy, but I can take some for the road. I've got a rucksack. All right. All right. I think even Ellie would put some in her backpack. Oh, without hesitation, I'm stuffing stuff in my bag. 
I'm walking towards the tree, so I'm not really thinking about the food. Yeah. Yes. You're at the tree, yeah. It looks like a tree okay. to you. You said there's like a face in it, right? It was, yeah. It's, it kind of had a face, like an, a sort of motherly face, and then, but the face kind of, the bark rearranged and the face went away. I want to touch the bark. Okay. Roll me a, roll me a d20. Nineteen. Ooh. There is a an immediate kind of sense um, as you touch this tree. You you sense the greatness of this forest before you. How huge it is! It's much larger than it even appeared um, to you when you were approaching it 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 seems to go on endlessly it's almost as if it's a huge well of power it much like what you were discussing um on your way here about sharing and being roommates and sharing an area of your own kind of boundary is its own area um the edge of this forest um the edge of the area where the beach um and uh and these fields are the edge of the area where the sea meets the um the previous forest you were in and what feels like in the distance this mountain space are separate areas of the same boundary um each one belonging to its own um deity or its own person its own thing um including the sky above which seems to belong to another um as soon as you touch this tree, you get the sensation that um, this forest is the uh, is the the next area of your um, of your uh, journey, and you hear a voice speak to you from deep within the forest. This tree with the face on it is all of the trees um, and all of the things and creatures and. Um, the water that's in the forest, everything seems to be connected to this voice that speaks to you. All of you can hear the voice, but I think it, um, I think it hits you twice as, as, uh, twice as hard as, as it, as you're touching the tree, Aura. The voice that speaks out says, To travel to winter, you must find a friend, a trustworthy steed. Such friends can be found only here, in this forest. Divine guardians, forest lords, they will reveal themselves only to those who are worthy, but it shall take all your knowledge of forestry to track celestial unicorns. To fail is to become lost in my leaky's forest forever. Well, I mean, that doesn't sound so terrible, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, I... I could agree more. <laughs> um, well, so we need to track Celestial, uh, we need to find a guide, essentially. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, or a, a steed, and I immediately look up. Nothing up there. His name was Sean, Sean DeCall? Oh, you're looking for Sean DeCall. 
there's yeah. n- there's no Sean to call up there. But the air, the skies above do belong to Sean to call. That's true. Can I try calling up to see if he hears me? Mm-hmm. Sean to call. Don't call that giant evil goose thing again. I don't want to end up in its mouth. He could why take you, us to winter. What are you doing? That's, I, 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 I immediately well, start. I, I imagine that we're supposed to get there ourselves, right? He only comes to pick us up when we've completed the season. I don't want to see him again, ever. It's all, it's all right, Bo. I'll protect you next time. I really like him, though. Yeah, or maybe you could just hang on next time. You won't like him as much if you end up in his mouth. That breath stink! Oh, he saved you. He saved you. I wonder what he eats. Um, You don't want to know. Well, I guess we're just supposed to look, look, look for a a guide. I I guess. I mean, they said get a steed or a steed, so maybe there's like horses or something we could ride. Well, you you're good at tracking, right? Yeah. Well, let's uh, see what we see. I'll start looking around immediately, looking at the ground, looking for obvious signs of disturbance. Time to be a ranger. You uh, can roll me a survival check with advantage. Actually, no, not with advantage. Sorry, just the ranger. Okay, sorry. Um, Depending on what you're looking for. I'm looking for tracks. I'm looking for if there's a path that's an obvious way to follow, or if there's any sort of beings around to interact with. Um, not really any beings around. Like you get the sense again that there is life and stuff here, but not really any any guardians or keepers or immediate guides that stand out to you. Um, looking around using your usual um, techniques of of looking for tracks or sets of tracks you can see that there are plenty here um around the edge of the forest um there are lots of of tracks the ground here is relatively soft so um you don't need to rely on just looking for like broken um leaves or or a path that something might have taken through the forest you might search for little uh, broken stems and stuff to see that something large had moved past um there doesn't appear to be any path for, for sure no like man-made stuff um appears to have been anywhere here apart from the chest um you see um tracks all over though there are um oval prints there are leaf-shaped prints there are large what looks like footprints um there are split hoof prints um and there are plenty of smaller prints that might belong to smaller creatures or birds um depending on what track you're wanting to follow or look for would depend very much on where you go from this point it did say steed correct like mm-hmm. i heard that yep, i want to look for like horseshoe type prints horse prints um yeah give me another survival check but this time you have advantage okay 22 um there are uh a, a decent amount of um, prints that look horse-like in nature, kind of like a lily pad. Um, mm-hmm. It's likely that these would belong to a seed of store, a steed of sorts that are uh, um, moving in a very, like, just almost uh, two feet from where you're stood right now. You can see that there must have been a herd of these creatures that moved by 
probably not too long ago the depression in the ground is pretty um pretty obvious and it looks to you like there's a maybe maybe 20 maybe a few more than that that have moved through the area and you can see pretty clearly quite an easy thing to track such a big animal leaving um uh footprints in the in the ground um here where it's relatively soft you will be able to track it for a decent amount of time and quite easily is there a unique print around um give me another survival check and you can have advantage on this as well 19 the unique print to you looks like footprints um it seems odd that there would be humanoid footprints here when you've really only seen um animals and um things that might be dryads that kind of a thing um you can see what looks like very large footprints not so big to be an ogre or anything like that but maybe more like a um a large very large human maybe a small goliath kind of thing um goliaths are kind of Big, they're like giant half giants kind of um so to see that kind of a footprint is probably the it's probably the most unique one there other than that they all look pretty much like the type of animal footprints you'd expect to see here um depending on how they move and stuff depends on the type of print they leave behind um but uh yeah it just it looks pretty much like the same kinds of creatures and critters that you might find in your uh, in your forest. So I have this thing called Favored Enemy and mm. Celestials in it. Yes. Um, I have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track your favorite enemies as well as on intelligence check to recall information about them. Mm -hmm. Can I see if any of these tracks might be celestial? All of them are. Okay. That's why you had advantage <laughs> on the last two. Every okay. track here would seems to belong to a celestial and i don't know where you're pulling that information from um it might be coming from from a source that you aren't even sure about yourself before you get it almost like a sixth sense now um because okay. you do have that to a degree with your ability to open portals and be a planeswalker kind of probably gives you some sort of a reverb of of additional information that comes to you from an alternate source that would feel like a sixth sense to the rest of us um uh, yeah, everything here is a celestial. Every every little bird, the owl, the tree um, with the face, the, the pixies, every single thing here is a celestial, which does give you an advantage to tracking things, but also kind of levels the playing field in the sense that everything is a celestial. And that includes the footprint here. Um, what that footprint is, though, um, you're not too sure... Um, but most certainly belongs to a humanoid. What, what, what that humanoid is, is not something you're, you, you know, on a, on at least a sixth sense situation here. Um, it just would, it's simply something that you most likely have never encountered. Or if you see it, you just go, oh, it's a Goliath. It's just a god one or something like that. The footprints that are, um, humanoid in nature seem to be going in a similar direction to the, um, hoof prints. A lot of, um, oh, I, I don't know. This looks kind of like horses or some kind of animal like that. A herd of them went this way. There's these tracks here walking in the same direction. So I feel like maybe we should go this way. Right. Okay. Oh, well, you, you heard her. Yep. Let's, let's follow Aura and be, be very quiet. Stealth-like. 
packing snacks and right start making my way to we don't want to scare anything away no mm-mm. or why don't you go on a little bit ahead and and we'll follow you all right and then i'll just kind of like second nature i've done this so much i just start tracking tracking and i feel like uh ellie would just go into stealth <laughs> yeah uh roll me a stealth check um and aura roll me a another survival check with with advantage Fourteen. Nine. Fourteen and a nine. As you head now into the forest um, and start to maneuver into the uh, slightly the, the over your slightly less warm, slightly less bright, um, with the canopy above um, and uh, slightly less fruitful and, and bountiful area. Um, as you transition from summer into autumn and into this forest. And that's where we're going to go to a short break. Wow. Um, We will return. I forgot to load up the ad, so I'm going to load up an ad for... Do we not have a new show? We do. (laughs) When is it? (laughs) It's tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow. And I believe you pull it, up on it is at, yeah, I can't do that. I believe it is at uh, 9 p.m., which is 4 Eastern, which is the same time as this show. Um, PB is going to tell you all about it. It's Horizon Zero Dawn show. Whack is in it. And Dan is GMing it. Maximum effort, I know. <laughs> I knew there was something I forgot. I was like, I must right. make sure to prepare the trailer hey you should know about it by now because it would have started last week lucky for you it starts tomorrow so if you want to watch it it's a brand new series that starts tomorrow night here on table story um with uh dan who ran our reaper relay show and he's running Mm -hmm. a he's running the big boy now he's in the big leagues now running a long form show so if you want to get in on uh, episode one of something, then tomorrow night's a really good place to do that. All-star cast with all your favorite streamers. Um, and uh, yeah, I will grab the trailer and I will run it during the break here. We're going to have a short break. We'll head back into the forest after a few minutes. Thanks so much for watching and we'll see mm-hmm. you in a few.
back well some of us are back pb's not back because she's emotional incontinencing everywhere um because of an easter egg a throwaway easter egg um not throwaway how dare you it's a pretty throwaway um i knew i knew instantly yes don't laugh at me honey my husband's laughing at me now all I mean, right i'm laughing at oh, you it's get it together so peeps um <clears throat> The uh, the crew here head into the forest, and you like this song, right, Disby? Well, I'm gonna change it. The um, the four of you head into the forest, and under the canopies of the um, the um, well, I, I have sometimes I have a name in my head for what it is, but you don't have a name for it yet, or maybe ever. So it's the forest. Um. Ellie starts kind of creeping around. She does her thing as she starts to maneuver 
through the the forest here using the shadows and the and the um the trees oh, wow. and bushes to uh try and disguise herself more she kind of blends in a little better and starts to naturally and stealthily move quietly through the underbrush um aura you begin tracking the um the hoof prints here the horse-like um, prints that you see on the ground um, and as you start moving in, you can follow them for maybe about 15 minutes, I think, as you start to to progress through the forest. It doesn't feel like um, an evil forest or anything like that, but it also doesn't quite feel like it's, you know, like incredibly safe or anything like that either. Um, where you feel unbelievably um, safe in, the, uh, in your own boundary and probably somewhat on the beach here... Um, there's definitely a sense that anything could be in here. Um, nothing really that would, that is actively trying to harm you or hunt you in a predatory nature, but you feel, probably maybe even all four of you start to feel a sense that maybe at this point you're starting to become almost invasive, like you're starting to kind of, um, impede on territories and things like that as it becomes a little more wild in nature, um, moving into this forest. And the deeper you move into it, sounds and smells begin to change the area around you um you move through an area where you realize it's quiet and then you move through an area where there's suddenly more um activity in life um or are you follow these tracks um for as long as you can but eventually you realize that they um the ground um is a little harder a little drier um and the tracks stop being straight up hoof prints that you can follow including the footprints that you were following too you come to an area where the ground is overgrown and a little tougher um, and you need to rely on your own um, wits or, or knowledge to continue to make a, a, an educated guess as to where these um, creatures might go from here um, on a nine you fail you can't see any tracks or any um uh other ways that you can follow where this herd of horses might have moved through here there's enough um damage done to some of the leaves and um and uh, underbrush that suggests that several creatures could have gone several different directions here um and you're not too sure now as you get to what would essentially be a fork in the road or you know a, a pitchfork in the road or a multiple a spork in the road of the different directions you could go um, and where they might be um, what do you do next you have no hard evidence at least to suggest where they might go well because that nine was from before can i not roll again to see the nine is was kind of um to continually track okay um until a certain point basically so up to here so that was your nine running out okay. <laughs> in a way <laughs> that was where you get to this point um to continue okay. to track you found found the tracks and they that was what you located but you run out of hard evidence so it it's re really i'm just asking you what you want to do here and we can potentially roll for it or you okay. can make a choice and be like i go that way and then you guys walk that way it's up to you is does this still does this apply to like looking at the disturbance of like cracks and the like grass that's been knocked over or bush or something that's been disturbed like would that qualify you, or no yeah you can see that there are several ways that they might have gone from here um okay 
that's the thing is that you can actually see multiple areas of disturbance and you're not too sure what it could be depending on um the herd might have split up which is unlikely that it could just be that they were heading one direction and another large beast went across um in another direction previously or after they did um, and it created a kind of messy junction um and it, it could be that they did a left they could they might have done a right they could have headed forward but there are multiple options so in terms of hard evidence you haven't got very much but I don't know how else you might want to approach it. I know that you're not a ranger in real life, but hey, neither am I, so what do you got? <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, Buns is hanging out on my horn. I'm gonna put my finger up and pull Buns down and say, can you fly up and tell me which way we should go? See if there's a herd? Mm. And I'm gonna put my finger up and have Buns fly up to go scout for me. Yeah, give me an animal handling check with advantage. <clears throat> okay. 18. Buns flies upwards into the uh, sky. There is, um, as he flies upwards in above the canopy, you see a, 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 a sudden movement from the canopy um, near where he is as a, another flock of small kind of robin-like creatures um, fly upwards and follow him. They kind of disappear above the... Um, canopy together the robins that are following him have an aura to them a slight kind of um, golden aura to them um, as they follow him but they look pretty much um, like slightly larger robins than he is um, you see them fly around together for a little while buns getting distracted for a moment with the with the joy of just being flying around with these other um, birds um, and there's a moment where the other robins fly in a different direction buns kind of follows and then turns um, away remembering you had asked him to do this thing um he disappears above the canopy for maybe 30 seconds to a minute before reappearing um and landing in a direction that is to uh if for example you don't really have a northeast south and west but if you were moving through the forest to the north um he stands uh to the west as if the path as if the horses had maybe gone and done a left yeah okay or, or towards the west and he chirps, sitting on a maybe a branch to indicate maybe to you that that would be the direction to follow. Okay. All right, I, I think we have to go this way. And I point the direction that Buns is perched up on. All, all right. So, um... Carefully. So, yeah, I mean, the tracks kind of disappeared for a bit, but, um... Buns went up to look for us. So, I think that this is the right way. All right. And what exactly are we looking for? Um, horses? Well, I feel like, uh, I don't know if they're horses or not, but they might be. It could actually be a unicorn. Never say never, especially in a place like this. I think I would lose my mind. I might. I think I, 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 think I would have a heart attack. It could be centaurs too. Those guys are jerks. Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm personally rooting for the unicorn. I've never seen one. Um, so I, I'd start leading them and we'll walk by the branch that Buns is on and then he'll fly down and land on my horn again. And we'll just start heading in that direction. Yeah. Is, have you met a centaur before, Bo? Rumors. I'm just basing uh, those facts off rumors. I. It's what I do too. 
Sorry. They're wrong. Makes sense. I, mean, I was just curious. What was that? Could be anything. Was that something? Did you no. hear something? I thought I saw something, but I, I was wrong. It's just oh. the sunlight coming through the tree there. I thought it was shimmering off of a unicorn horn. <laughs> Too excited, I think. Brad, do I see anything? Um, you can all give me perception checks if you want. Um, Tuna thinks she opinion. sees a unicorn horn, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's not. It's the sunlight glimmering off of something. Um, Bo and Ellie, you look in the direction and it's for sure just the sunlight. Aura, you see a horn as well. Um, it's perfectly, um, it's perfectly camouflaged in a shaft of sunlight and um some trees and and a, and a bush behind it you can see a very large set of horns attached to um a very small looking face with large eyes a creature that would look not too dissimilar to Gollum with horns to us maybe um holding on kind of with very long arms and overly large hands monkey-like to um a tree and just looking at where you are the more still the creature is the more difficult it is to see their face the little horn sticking out from the tree um uh looking the most uh, obvious to you as you kind of see the horn too and then you follow it down to a set of eyes the eyes give you a uh, uh a certain look give me an insight check with advantage because you're a celestial um knowledge thing the Creature gives you a kind of uh, wide-eyed, you-didn't-see-me look. Oh, no. Okay, when I get that look, I don't say anything, but I look around other places to see if I notice if there's something else around to be aware of. Yeah, give me another perception check. Just you. 19. 19. Um, no, this place seems to be fine. There are little creatures and critters. There's this um, thing, person, animal that's kind of uh, hanging onto a tree with these big horns coming out of its head. Um, but other than that, it just seems to be uh, clear of any anything weird or untoward or large. I'm going to look back at it and give it eyes of... Why not? Why, why, like, I'm going to try to communicate with it with my mind. <laughs> I'm going to roll an insight check for the creature. Uh, it seems to understand what you are saying. And I'm going to, it's going to give you a look. And I need another insight check with advantage. It just gives you a big, wide-eyed stare. Its hands tighten to the tree a little bit, but that's about it. Okay. Um, there's no way for me to, like, not draw attention to it without the others also noticing. They've looked so directly gonna... at it, and you you know they can't see it. Only you okay. can. Okay. The, so they can't see it at all? 
No, they all totally looked at it and went, oh, there's nothing there. And then they probably started walking off in the direction you were going to go. Okay. You started giving eyes to this creature in somewhere in the forest, 10 feet away. I'm going to start walking towards it, but just turn back to the group. I'm just going to check out, uh, maybe there's a ridge over here just to see if there's some way we can go. And oh, I think I, okay. I, I tell you the time the kettle weed. I've told you the kettle weed. All right, Aura. All right. I'll, 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 I'll be, be right, right there. Here. Okay. And I'll walk towards this tree-hugging creature. Yeah, what do you do when you get to the tree-hugging creature? Is it a koala? Sorry. I, uh... <laughs> I'll stand next to the tree and not look directly at it and just pretend that I'm, like, looking around, which also might be helpful to do anyway. Um, but try talking to it and say, can, can you help us? Uh, you said it in common. I do. I recognize that this is a celestial. You can, at this point, assume everything in this entire forest is a celestial. Then I'll speak in celestial. <laughs> um, Aura speaks in celestial, which sounds like whatever you need it to sound like in your heads, dear viewer. Um, but most likely does not sound anything like how the creature speaks back to you in celestial and says, um... You leave now. You go now. But why? I, I don't... Why can't I talk to you? My tree, you stranger. Oh, this is your this is your tree. Oh, okay. You're not a tree. Are you a tree? It gives you a filthy look. Like you're a child or an idiot. I'll, I'll see in my peripherals that he does that. You don't have to look at me like that. That's just rude. Me no tree. What are you? Me Gogo. Your name is Gogo? Me Gogo. Okay. Gogo, my name's Aura. Do you want to help us? Gogo holds out uh, its hand. And its hand is really big. Um, so compared to its very thin arm, its hand would look like it belongs to a creature twice its size. It has very big hands. On the ends of its hands, it has, um, almost reptilian, like, gecko-like kind of, um, padding, kind of, that seems like they would stick to surfaces really well. You can see that its feet are also hands, basically, with the same thing going on. Um, it's a very skinny humanoid frame, um, completely naked. Um, it's little butt hanging off the edge of the branch, but it's holding on to the tree. Its head is quite small, but the horns coming off of the side of its head are very, very large. Its huge eyes and face, very kind of humanoid, but eyes really large in its head, holds out, uh, uh its hand. And inside there are, um, pieces of bark that look like it just pulled them from the tree, but it unfurls its hand and says, You take piece of tree, you leave Coco. I, why do I I don't want a piece of your tree. Magic tree. Okay, what does magic tree mean? You'll find out. Do I eat it? Do I put it on my my face? What do I do with it? When you need it most, you know what to do. Can you tell us where to go? Where you want to go? Uh, we're looking for a steed that will take us to the next season. Mm, you go that way. You go that way, you go that way, you go this way, you go that way. You go anywhere but my tree. 
Okay, well, that's unhelpful. I'll, and I'll grab the magic bark from his hand. And are there enough pieces for all of us? It's like loads of, it's like probably like 20 pieces of bark. Okay, at this point, I just think he's crazy. And I'll just stick him in one of my pockets. Do you not know which way to go towards the next season? Uh, are there horses here or uh, unicorns? A uh, unicorn, yes. Yeah, okay. Where are the unicorns? Mm, unicorn this way. Points in the direction that you, uh, that Buns was kind of indicating. Towards the west, let's say. Okay, well that, that checks out. Mm. I, I won't... Go to water. Go to water? Go to water. Okay. It was nice to meet you, Gogo. I, I won't bother you anymore, and no, I hope you... You never saw Gogo. Gogo not here. Okay, Gogo. Uh, um... And I'll just, like, I'll... I'll, while I'm backing up and looking, is there anything around here of importance besides Gogo hugging his tree? Doesn't look like it, no. Okay. Gogo falls uh, completely still and becomes a little bit difficult to see again. Thank you for your help, Gogo. It was, it was nice to meet you. Thank you for the bark. Okay, you Gogo now. Okay. <laughs> I just turn around. I'll start heading back. Heading and back I'm uh, telling you, I was sneezing for the entire spring. It, you know, it's not a good joke. It wasn't, it was not a good prank. Who played you. a prank on you? What? Oh, I was just talking about the time Toby planted kettleweed north of my, my farm and I was sneezing the whole, the whole season. I right. just smile at her. Right. Uh, well. oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, did but, you find something? Uh, I'll tell you about it later, but I don't think there's anything worth, um, checking out that way. But I, I do think the way Buns was pointing is the right way to go. All right, onward to buns. Um, and then I, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just has anyone ever heard of like magic bark? What magic bark? No. Like a magic tree or anything? Like, is that something that means anything to anybody? May I roll for that, kind GM? Magic bark. You can roll a. I guess uh, what's an intelligence? role that would work here probably investigation or a history check with disadvantage for magic history disadvantage yes three and yes three yeah sorry you, i was you, just repeating have, it while i was, I was just a, filling the air yeah, while yeah, i was yeah. you have a lot it. of uh there's not much information to go on to try and i've guess. never never heard of magic bark is that some sort of tobacco or drug? No, I I don't know if I was seeing things, but like a little... I can't lie to you guys. There's like a little creature in the tree, and he told me not to tell you that I saw him, and then he gave me magic bark. What? I have some magic bark. He said, you know you know what to do with it when you need it. So I'll, I'll take the bark out of my pocket and start handing it out to all of them. We'll know what to do with it when we uh, need it? Yeah, that's what he said. I mean, it... If anything, it could be kindling if we ever need fire. So I guess it's good for all of us to kind of have a little bit of it. Well, it just smells like regular bark to me. Well, it was all right. Bark at it. Gotcha. Well, thank you, Aura, for finding this bark all by yourself. Yes, thank you for the bark. You're welcome. I. Where's the creature? Oh, it's we're long. That was a long time ago. I, I may have been seeing some. You know how like when we were eating the the fruit. Like we were seeing, we were starting to see more things. I think it might have been something like that, maybe. You know, see, oh. see, like the owl. Things now, 
And guess what? I was talking to the skull. I just... This place is messing with our minds a little bit. Yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit. Amelie might be right. Well, I oh, you were swimming around like some sort of weird sea creature thing. Don't even not me. When you, see you walked out of the water glistening like and glowing, what even was that? Shining, shimmering. Yeah. I, the creature did tell me there might be unicorns this way, so... What? Yeah. Well, let's go. That's worth a shot, right? He's wetting. Let's go. Yeah. Quickly now. I'll start moving quickly towards where direction. unicorns might be. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you start moving towards uh, where unicorns might be. And... Title um, of the episode. <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> You uh, just start moving west. Uh, Aura, give me a perception check. Eight. Um, you start moving west, and really the only thing you have to work with is uh, water, right? So maybe you're looking for water. Um, you start moving, you guys move for 5 minutes, you move for 10 minutes, you move for 15 minutes, and you're moving through this underbrush. It starts to get very thick and tangled. It starts to get a little difficult to move through it. It transitions from being a forest into more of a kind of jungle situation. There are vines and there are things to try and hack your way through. Um, you get stuck and you get you have to maneuver around thick um, groves of trees um, and vines and bushes that... Uh, very difficult to move through, so you end up going kind of off course in, on a direct west heading. Um, eventually, you uh, notice that the ground here is even drier than it was before, as if um, there is no uh, there is no water, or like it hasn't rained here at all, and you get the sense that maybe you're a little off course, and that really you should be trying to find water, and maybe you started moving away from where the water is. It's around this point, as you start to come through this revelation, you maybe start to readjust your bearings when suddenly the ground and the trees around you all come to life. All four of you notice a rumbling and a kind of noise as several plants and things begin to flower. Lots of um, brightly colored flowers, pinks, purples, and yellows, open up very quickly. Um, You notice um, as this happens all around where you are, Suddenly, there are small puffs of spores that fill the air around you. And as you begin to react and turn, maybe head back where you came from, you see that there are other flowers that have spines along their stems, kind of like a rose might have, little little thorns. Um, and these flowers open up, and then they begin to almost track your movement as you guys move in one direction or another. And then they start firing tiny needles at you. Everyone, give me a dexterity saving throw first. Wow. Uh, wow. A five. Well, it's a natural one, really, from Bo. A 20, a 26, and a 22 from uh, from Ellie, Aura, and Suna. So, Bo, roll me a 2d6. 
With your one deflated arse cheek. Um, <laughs> the other arse cheek is peppered by three needles. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, and, no, uh, not his ass again. They, uh, oh, the, the, the rest of you see these needles start firing at you. You're quite, it's quite easy to avoid them because you can see the flowers turning towards you. Um, and they're easy to outmaneuver and just avoid as they fire these needles at you. As you start moving backwards... The spores are still filling the air around you, but you move away from the area where the flowers are and move back following your footsteps and you realize that the ones that were firing the needles at you close up again um, as if they're protecting the area ahead of where you are. But the spores are everywhere and it's impossible not to breathe them in. But is it impossible to be affected by them? Let's find out. Constitution saving throws, please, from everyone. Oh, dear. 23 for me. Nice, nice, nice. Um, 12. What was it? What did I write down? 12 is a make. Makes it, breaks it. So 12, 23, and 17. You're all good. You inhale these um, these spores. Maybe not as much as Ellie, or maybe Ellie just is susceptible to them in some way here. But for whatever reason, Ellie, you um, are now under the effects of these hallucinogenic spores. While you're under the effects of the hallucination, many colors are switched and replaced. Green becomes blue, red becomes purple, etc, etc. There are also at least three colors that you've never seen before, and it's relatively disorienting, and it lasts for about 15 minutes. And that's what's happening to you as the four of you move away from this area where all these spores have kicked up from these strange flowers. And Aura, I think you start to realize that... Um, you went off track somewhere, and that you need to backtrack a little bit, um, and you can roll me another survival check. Oh, uh, I think the world changed. Anyone else seeing this? What? What? Everything no, it's... is. What color would my skin be? Um, pale. I don't know what color. It, it's not whatever it should be. I think I'd look be. down and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm turning green. <laughs> oh, this is not good. Am I changing? Do you see Are... me? Am I changing? Oh, no. I didn't. Oh, has she been green. poisoned? Uh, it's Wait. bad enough that I'm pale, but now I'm going to be green? The, 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 get the spikes out. I, I, I'll just spikes. go over and... I have spikes on my butt. Oh, yeah, your ass. Is your ass okay? No, but uh, let's... I, I mean, pull I... Pull them I, out. Pull, I think they're yeah. poisoning no, 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 gonna, no. Let me pull them out. Your, I, I'll, I'll pull them out. I, and then you got to suck the poison out, the venom. Who's, who's that's only, that's only with snake bites. I don't think Who's going to suck my butt? It's a... It's a <laughs> <laughs> this is no laughing matter. No, no one's gonna suck your butt. I'll just pull them out. I know how to do it, like no, very I'm gingerly. Pretty sure, it's very... with any venom, you have to get it out. No, 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 no. It's, I think because then sometimes the venom will then. I mean, if it's, a, I don't know. I don't know. This is a different kind any of venom. poison that is injected into the bloodstream. You have to get it out. Okay. Well, let, let me just start with, by pulling out the the. Yeah, okay, and I'm just gonna go over to his butt and I'm gonna start <laughs> pulling out. Let me see. Is it pussing? You can give me a medicine check. I can't see. I'm crying. Oh, God. It's bad. He's 
probably going oh. to die if you don't suck the venom out. Oh! Oh! He's definitely... Both of you roll a natural one. He's going to die if you don't suck the venom out. Quick. No, this is very Suna. serious, Suna, Aura. You have to take. You uh, have to get it you out. You and I Which both is, have to do it. There's too many of them. All right, We're gonna all have right. to try no, no. to suck I it out together. Hey, I think I could do this. I, no, this is. We are on a time tight timeline here. I mean, he's good. gonna die. Okay, I'm gonna I, I've, die. I've pulled them I, out. I, we I will, could each take. I will start to try to suck the poison out. I will try to find another one. I want to take a moment, push them aside, because Ellie actually has resistances to poison. So. Yeah, but it's too late. You can't. You're yeah. the world is turning inside out for you. Your Ellie is wandering I in circles like, in Alice in Wonderland Ellie's right to now. Get to Bo to help, like I can help, I can help, and then she just like is going the opposite direction of all of them. Like it's she all just really it. weird and disorienting. Like your like your depth perception is screwed because all the green suddenly turned blue, right? And all of the areas yeah. where there was like brown bark has turned to like bright pink or something. Um. And you start kind of doing weird circles. Suna leans down and starts to suck on Bo's butt. Um, <laughs> it is um, chaos for a, for a moment here. Um, there's there that you get like I'd say you probably get nothing from it. Like really, there isn't even any like blood. It's like oh, these are just still, tiny little I'm needles, like, like a cactus. Doing that, and then I'm I'm spitting it out on the ground. Is it working? Yeah. Is it working? I think so I think so. Is I'm it? not seeing any venom here in my. I mean, spit. it looks it looks like it's working. No, it's yeah, it's all right. It's all I mean, right. Look, look at, there's there's nothing yeah, in here. It looks like like less red besides like the area where you. Yeah. I think is, you're all right, Bo. This is the weirdest thing I've I've ever. Uh, well, well, I don't think you're gonna die. Is the important part. Well, at least there's that. We you could. only have one good butt cheek. We, I mean, I, yeah. Are you all right? I. Uh, it must have been very frightening for you. I, I, I'm good. I, I don't know why I decided to to go in my mankini. Yes, perhaps uh, it's a good idea if you if you if you put your pants back on. Yeah, my clothing might be good in this area. Yeah, I, 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 I then immediately pull my clothes out from my sack and just start. I think as they're doing this, yes. they would just see Ellie going in circles until finally she just like falls backwards and stares at the sky. Yeah, and the sky is made up of like three different colors that you've never seen before. So. Oh, I hate this. I hate colors. It, it, are you okay? What, what happened? Did you get? Do we have to suck poison out of you? I what hope what not. happened? No one is sucking on me. Did you get any on your butt too? Are no, you okay? I don't think so. I just it, nothing is the same. Not I can't see like uh, everything's bright. But that's called happiness, I, Ellie. I don't even I don't even know. And I point at like the sky. And I'm like I don't even know what color that is. I've never seen that one before. It's, it's blue. blue. No, it's not. It's, it's like, uh, nope. I just like multiple shades. It's, it's iridescent. Did you eat the bark? No, I think I still got the bark. Should I eat the bark? No, but I'm just curious if you didn't even have a nibble. Maybe the bark will work. Hey, try, try some of the bark. Well, I don't, I don't think, I just mean I, it might be drugs. Yeah, oh, but I've definitely been, I'm definitely, I'm definitely drugged right now. Do I see the spores in the air? Uh, you saw the spores. They're no longer yeah. there. I think you guys, I kind of just gave you the benefit of the doubt that you moved away from it. I think she just inhaled whatever that was in the air. Yeah. Um. I don't know I how get... to help with that. What if I hit you in the face really hard? 
Not me that. or her? No, 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 Ellie. Like maybe it'll no. knock knock the color out of it. Like the the color vibrancies out of you. Yeah. If you hit me in the face, I'm gonna stab you. Don't do that. What okay, it's it, it's gonna kill you. All right. Well, I be, I believe that. That gave me goosebumps, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, eat some bark. I take out the bark from the pouch. I put it in like my my uh, leathers, and I I like try to bite down on it. Okay. Um, oh gosh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Let's see here. Uh, you you uh did you did you give everyone a piece of bark or is this the whole thing? No, I, I divvied it up. Yeah. Everyone has one. Okay. Um. Who is standing next to Ellie? I was gonna hit her, so it's probably me. Um. All right, Ellie, roll me two d four. Oh no. Uh oh. So you see this happen. She bites down on the bark, and then Ellie and Aura, from the perspective, in fact, in, in and each other, but from the perspective of Bo and Suna, vanish. They just gone. Whoa! You two are still there, but for you, Aura, Ellie disappears. For Ellie, Aura disappears. Have we actually disappeared somewhere? No, you're still there. You're invisible. Do you feel better, Ellie? Can we hear them? Yes. They're just okay. invisible. Whoa! Uh, no, I still see color. Yeah. Uh, now I'm seeing things. Rainbows everywhere. I don't think you're seeing things, Suna. I don't even. I don't see them anymore. Right? right? What? Well, you, right you, you're gone. And I look. You're over invisible. And I'm like, you guys are like neon. I, well, I see you guys. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe you did. You guys inhale some spores. I don't think so. You both went at the same, but we both saw it. Oh, oh no! Did it happen after I bit the bark? I think <gasps> it's the bark. It oh. camouflaged. Whoa! No, you you're guys are right. Neon. Oh, you're talking like about like a chameleon. What if we each ate some bark and then made our way through, and then we wouldn't aggravate the flowers or the unicorns? Oh, I mean, look, we might want to wait to see how long this lasts and wait until I can not see these colors, maybe. It's it's making me want to puke. Guess we're just racing. Um, I'm going to start digging through my bag. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have anything that might help with poison. Um... No. I don't think you do either. Uh, Ellie, aren't you like, you know what poison stuff does? Do you have anything in your bag that might help you? Like an anti-poison? An antidote, if you will? No, I only poison people. I don't, I don't cure them. What if you accidentally get some on your finger or something? You don't have an antidote for yourself? If you're bad enough to get some poison on your finger, you deserve to die. Wow, that's a, that's harsh. a perspective, yeah. I mean, that's what they teach you. Right. It seems like not a good plan, though, because then, like, ac accidents happen. Like, you get something, and then one of their assassins is just dead. That's I mean, like a great environment for children, Ellie. What? I mean, there's, uh, yeah, well, let's not get into children being assassins. I'll start yes. looking around. 
just to see if there's like an antidote from nature that I might know of. Uh, yeah, okay, give me another survival check. Actually, I'd like to know if Ellie would know of, of anything too, because that is a thing where like, I feel like they would have to kind of know of antidotes. Yeah, you can give me a survival check as well. Um, Maybe. Nope. You. That or she's just way too disoriented don't know. right now. Maybe it's a disorientation thing, or it's just a, a weird uh, thing going on. But um, yeah, you um, aren't too sure of um, what it might be. For you, Aura, it does seem to resemble um, some stuff that you know of from creatures known as myconoids or the mushroom type people. Um, they're usually found in the Underdark, so the reason that you might know them is that there is uh, access points to the Underdark um, near the Mountains of Bame, which is where all the drow are from. Um, I believe it's where our Inquisitor drow was from as well. Um, and uh, there are these creatures that live under there. They're somewhat intelligent fungi people. Um, they're generally not violent or or um they're generally peaceful right but they have a lot of um defensive measures that are like spores and things and a lot of the spores that that um are used by them have similar effects to what is happening and worse and lesser effects to what is happening to um to uh ellie however usually the effects are only um felt for about a minute or two whereas it's definitely been longer than that at the moment for ellie um in terms of the uh the remedy there really isn't one because it doesn't tend to last too long it's never really the type of thing where it's been deadly for the most part it's usually just things they're normally spores that will stop you stun you they can make you hallucinate for a moment just to let the creatures get away is a defensive measure to, to drive you away. Um, this, the, it's, it seems like the same thing. Um, the spores seem very similar. Um, and it does suggest to you that you're actually in an area where probably the creatures here react um, in a similar way to these myconoids, or they are here somewhere. You're actually maybe in their territory. But I don't think you know of a remedy because there really isn't one. There's not, a, there's not an anti-venom to this. Um, so either it will wear off or you don't know it. I think I know what this is, though, and there's nothing we can do. What? It's like, We're going to die? Like, no, no, no. There's, like, creatures who... Um, it's like a, a, when you, they get scared, they release this stuff, and then they try to get away. And so what usually it's temporary. It should, it should wear off Ellie pretty quick. It's like, lasting a little longer. We mean no harm! They're like little mushroom people. Now that I'm thinking of it, what? Yeah, they're like little little. I, I think they're some. Them. I'm gonna eat what? Them. No, I'm I think eat I think because I... they deserve. This is awful. This is awful. Am I? And when I start to feel, when do I start to feel a little better? Uh, well, after four minutes, the invisibility wears off, so you two pop back into existence. Oh. Um. I think Ellie is still laying there on her back, just staring <laughs> at the sky. Um, and I'd say you're maybe, you're probably about 10 minutes into the, the, uh, hallucinatory effects. So they're probably still going. Maybe you can sense that they're not as intense. Maybe things are starting to dull down a little. 
but it's still happening. We just gotta wait it out, and um, you'll feel better soon. I mean, do, does it does it make you feel nauseous? I mean, seeing rainbows everywhere is kind of nauseating. Plus, I can't say that I like all these bright colors that much. But it's magical. It's disgusting. I, I don't think I understand you, Ellie. Every time I think I start to get an idea, I I, I won't. I, I, I... Wait. <laughs> Ellie's head turns to Sauna, and then she points and says, you're purple. <laughs> and she looks Indeed like Indeed I am. Now, listen listen here, Ellie. Mm-hmm. If we see these unicorns, uh-huh. you're not going to attack them, right? No, not if they, unless they drug me. I might, if they drug me, I They might. will not drug you. They are the most magical creature in all of existence. They are incredibly rare, and if we see one, I might have a heart attack. Please. You might need to resuscitate me. No oh, killing oh. of the unicorns, right? Yes, no killing of the unicorns. All right. I, I just, maybe we should try the bark. Look, look, it wears off pretty quick and we can make our way through the forest. Yeah, without, but oh. we don't know if, it, if it'll work. Also, didn't, didn't you say we would know when to use it? And I don't feel like I know when to use it. Yeah, That's I feel true. like I Like maybe it. if we see them, then we can we use it and, but I also don't want to deceive them. I know. They'll know we're coming from a mile away, maybe. Uh, I'll like... run if they see us. I mean, look at us. You guys are all purple and I'm green. This is not good. I do I, I do have some sagging in my face a little bit. Oh. Per- perhaps I'm not worthy for the unicorns. And Bo oh. has some sagging in his ass. Hey, Bo looks radiant. Did you see him coming out of the water? It looked like he was going in slow motion. Maybe I you did. should go it was first. very weird. I'm just gonna, pa- can I, what's the word? Cast, uh, passed without a trace on all of us while we're sitting here. You can, Ooh. yes. Um, passed without a trace will basically give you a plus 10 to stealth checks that you can make. Okay. While they're talking about Bo's ass and stuff, I'll be, I'll sit there and I'll just raise my hand and it's like a flash of light really fast and now that should help. What get, was get that? Oh, is there a storm? No, it's like uh, we can when we're won't be as loud while we're looking around and oh, can be a little bit more stealthy. Oh, all right, all right. Maybe we won't trigger spore flowers. That'll make Ellie see colors. Right, Ellie. What color am I now? Uh, you're slowly starting to be less purple. Mm, maybe like a pale, like a lilac. Not would nice. I like that color, like a yeah, lavender. It's kind of nice on you. Well, thank you. But I can't say I like being this puke color, though. It's pretty gross. Well, you're not in real life. It's if it's any consolation. Yeah, you're you're fine. You're fine. Very radiant. Still just, dewy skin. You're just seeing things that's good. in a different way. <sighs> This is why they don't let you do drugs in the guild. It's not good. No, but they'll let you assassinate people and teach you about poison as a child. Yeah, the real great role models there. No, I didn't have a choice. I wasn't. I was. Some of us are just born into it. Not Maybe this is... you all 
always have a choice, Ellie. Mm, no. Really didn't. This is kind of gossipy, but do some assassins do drugs, even though they're not supposed to? Oh, I'm sure Could you imagine? Do. That's what I'm saying. What if they, like, assassinated the wrong person? <gasps> Has that what happened, What if they're Ellie? all, like, you know, fucked out of their minds, and they see someone, and they think it's their target, but it's not actually their target, and then they've killed, you know, Joanne next door? And they just smiles as they start speculating about... <laughs> <laughs> the assassin's guild and its inner workings and all that. I'm what sure. if an assassin? I mean, like you, you smell, you got the spores in your face, and then now you see different colors. What if you killed the wrong person? Well, then I go kill the right person. But what, what about the wrong person that you killed? Yeah, Ellie, were you ever sent to, to kill somebody you didn't want to do it? You, you know? I think you would actually see a visible change in Ellie's face of like, she had a smile and then it just instantly drops and she would find her feet and say, I don't want to talk about it and start to walk away. Mom, Hit we're just saying, bit. yeah, like Joanne might have three kids. Yeah. It, you know? Right. And what if she bakes the best shepherd pie in the town and you've just killed her? She didn't share the recipe with anybody. And I, it's a legacy lost. Tragedy, really. She had a dream of opening a shepherd's pie shop, and now she can. Right. And they, she'd already had the shop, right? And they just needed to decorate it and for her to start. Horrific. Her kids had this dream. She wanted a better life for her kids. Wait, did... I have a question for, uh, Bo. Did, um, Ellie ever tell Bo? About... Oh, crap. All right. Good now her kids have to have a funeral and never have their mother's shepherd pie again. They try to open Ellie, up the this, shop. Like, this would all strike a nerve with her. She's on, she's like hallucinating. She's, she's like in a place she doesn't like. They're, she's just very stressed. And now they're bringing up a past where some of the stuff they're saying actually is hidden close to home. Just not the name Joanne. Uh, and I think she'd turn around and she'd be like, enough. Really, guys, it's enough. I don't want to talk about it. There's no Joanne. Right. You just okay, okay. What you're saying you there could be. To do, just like anyone else. And I think well, this her, her job linger on Bo a little longer than it should. Well, why, 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 why don't we go back to looking for unicorns? Yeah, right. that's a great idea. Are you, are you feeling, idea. feeling better, Ellie? I can walk. She looks like she's going to slit my throat. It's okay, she looks like she's going to do that to me too. Right. Yeah, I think Ellie would just be like silent for a while. And <laughs> I think just I just walking. lost five years of my life. She looked at me. Oh, right. Unicorns. Yeah, let's go find unicorns and right. I'll stand up and start. <clears throat> just be careful. Don't like just pay more attention to like the way. I don't know. I, let's I can't try take to my avoid... eyes off of Ellie. I'm waiting for her to turn around and kill us. Did you see her look? She, yeah. she did. did a... Oh, I, I think there must have been a Joanne. There must have been a Joanne. What was that? What, what? Did you I hear that? that? I heard that too. What was that? Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna let's let's go, and I'm gonna turn like laser focus into back into tracking, and 
try to lead them to the unicorns. Uh, if you're passing through the area you just came from, you can roll me stealth checks and add 10 to your number. You roll. We can go through here again. And I mean, I, we all, we have a, or we can try to find a way around. Oh my God, Bo. Where's Bo? <laughs> Damn. Where's he, doesn't, he doesn't want to get shot in the butt again. Laura, you're talking to me, but I have no clue where the fuck you are. 18, 24, 30, <laughs> and 30. You each start quietly and stealthily moving through the area with the plants that were able to track your movement. They, um, none of them go off. None of them seem to be following you. None of them seem to open suddenly and you can move through the area. You're also moving quietly. So, um, as you move and you step forward, you notice that your feet aren't leaving a, a crunch behind or anything or a footstep noise. Um, as you progress forward, you can barely even make each other out kind of camouflaged and, and shrouded in this kind of, um, spell um, allowing you to move very stealthily past this area with these flowers and you open uh, you come out you come out into a, an opening here and you can actually see these very large mushrooms in the area that you start moving through um, they look just like big mushrooms but as you move past them very quietly you can see that they actually look like uh, they have faces on the front of the stem of the mushroom like sleeping um, mushrooms, big things, like chair size that you could sit on. Um, assuming you move past these things and don't try and wake them up, um, you continue forwards, yeah, in the direction you were going. Um, yeah. Alright, or give me another perception check. Uh, with advantage this time. 20. You guys move through this area. Um, it maybe takes about 15 minutes to move through this kind of mushroom portion of the forest. You can see that there are large mushrooms and small ones. Um, you can tell that they all have faces. Um, you can see that there are lots of these flowers that would open and spray you with needles or spores in the area too. But as you're moving through, um, you don't seem to activate them. It's almost as if you're invisible or you're ghosts, that you're not there. Um, I'm also presuming nobody speaks to each other or does anything to actively try and be loud. You just kind of move through what is essentially a grove of these large mushrooms and these um, strange plants. Once you get yeah. through it and get to the other side, um, you move past another thick section of trees and vines with a lot more of these flowers on. You come out the other side and you see... Um, water running, coming down from a different direction as if you'd went off the path um, you were supposed to be following a river maybe, but you come down and you kind of went left where maybe at some point you should have gone right. And you can see this water runs down now um, towards what looks like a small lake. Um, from an opening nearby, you notice that there is a sun-dappled grove. Um, and within that grove, there are about two dozen unicorns. <gasps> varying shapes and sizes. Um of uh of of unicorns here you um you notice that um some appear more akin to kind of horned pegasuses with wings oh others have my. no wings but you can actually see that some seem to be able to float and almost fly of their own will like they can just jump for a little too uh a little a little higher than they should be able to um 
to each of you as you uh, exit this area and you're able to walk a little closer and you see this lake and beside it there's this this grove of unicorns um once you look and look into this thing you feel the effect of this spell wear off and many of the unicorns kind of look over towards where you are as soon as you uh notice this each of you immediately will notice that one particular unicorn stands out to you personally and as soon as you make eye contact with it you know that there's a small link between you um aura what does your unicorn look like okay um my unicorn is all white except for there's some brown around on its front two legs and then a red spot on his chest and his mane is red and his tail is red and his unicorn horn is red and he has wings nice um yeah you make eye contact with this unicorn you feel a particular link with with that one um sauna which uh unicorn or what do you see when we see the unicorn that you immediately notice notice the color of sand uh so golden buff color and it's 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 mane looks like um sparkly and shining almost like golden tinsel it's the most radiant thing I've ever seen, and I shed a couple of tears. Yeah, it looks back at you, and you see it, it sees you. Um, Bo, uh, you notice a unicorn as well. What does your unicorn look like? Oh, well, mine's, mine's uh, sky blue with, with a white mane, and uh, I instantly, uh, well, to myself, name her Joanne. Uh, and then, uh, last, uh, Ellie, what does your most like, what, what do we have, an emo unicorn? What are we looking at when we see your oh, unicorn? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's all black. The mane's black, the body's black, um, uh, it's got wings, and on its face, it has a light gray skull-like pattern over the whole of its face and, and mouth. Nice, like the Punisher. Um, yep. Have the punisher unicorn yeah so when you see these these uh unicorns they kind of a few of them look to you but you notice and feel an immediate link um with one of these unicorns um when you um move closer towards this grove the unicorns in total seem wary of you but unafraid of you right they you all, I think, understand uh, a resonance with them. Once they get closer, they seem like, and I'm not much of a horse connoisseur here. I don't know much about about being uh, about horses. They scare me. But um, they are big. These unicorns are pretty damn large. Like, um, and I forget what they're called, but there are those huge horses. They look like one of those. They're they're much Clydesdale. larger than they seem. Clydesdale. When when uh, when you get closer, you realize they're actually really really large. Um, they're celestial beings. They're stronger than they appear. Um, they're tamed, they're sentient, but they're wild and primitive at the same time, kinda. Um, and as each of you, uh, moves into the grove here, you notice that the particular unicorn that you made eye contact with doesn't move away from you, whereas some of the others maybe do. 
Um, and as you approach your unicorn, you are going to need to provide me with more checks to completely tame yours. Um, everyone, roll me a animal handling check. I'm going to barf. To try and calm the unicorn as you approach it. Can I... Can... God damn it, Joanne! <laughs> can I have an advantage? You can. Wow. Um, so, Suna and Aura, you um, pass and you calm the unicorn as you approach it. What do you two do? Like, what do we see as each of you walks up to your individual unicorn? You can go first, Aura. Um, I would just step quietly and slowly like I've done with horses back at my home and just put my hand out um, ahead of me and just slowly approach. Yeah, you do that. It's successful. You can see that the unicorn kind of allows you to come closer and you remain calm in yourself and approach this um, creature. And um, you can see that you've earned its trust, but it's not quite over yet. Um, Suna, what do you do? I, I just walk up to it normally and I, I, my eyes are wide and I say, you're the most magnificent thing I've ever seen. And a similar response, your unicorn doesn't seem to, um, fear you, doesn't sense any fear in you or any danger and just seems to accept what you're saying, even though you get the sense that these unicorns, they don't speak, they don't have a language or anything like that, or they probably don't understand what you're saying fully, but um, there's a certain um, rapport that you get immediately. Ellie, however, walks up and completely uh, does not earn the trust of her I unicorn. I feel like what Ellie walks think up. <laughs> she turns around, what do you do? What do you do to it? Do you just you jump just... on it? No, 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 don't, 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 just slow, slow, you gotta go slower. Oh. What does the unicorn do when you do that? I think... <laughs> it doesn't trust uh, you. Now. I think it, like, turns around and grunts at her, like, angrily. Yeah, maybe moves away. Or it's like, away. oh, yeah. you're scary. I like that. Uh, Bo, you also fail to earn the unicorn's trust. What do you think you do? Miserably. I, uh, well... I, I thought, you know, the, the eye contact between me and Joanne made, made us comfortable enough. Uh, so I, I just walk right up to it and I'm like, hi, Joanne. And, and then I, I try to reach out for a, for a pet and she's like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, yours move away from you. Um, and uh, yeah, how do you guys, how do you earn the trust of your unicorn? What do you do? Me. No, you two, oh, you two oh, no, have passed. Right. I want to know I, how I, these I, two, I, I pull what out, they're going to do um, next. I pull out some uh, uh, corn from my bag because I, I stuffed a ah. bunch of food from uh, from uh, earlier. And I'm like, how, 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 how about some of uh, this, huh? You, you like this? The unicorn appears to be very interested. And as you approach with the corn... Um, the unicorn takes and eats the corn and is a lot more interested in you and seems to calm down and seems to trust you now. There is no need to roll. I just want to know how you pass. Um, and uh, what about Ellie? What does Ellie do? I think uh, Ellie would uh, 
she'd take a moment to inspect it, noticing the skull-like pattern on the face, and she'd say, I think you and I got a lot more in common than you think. And the buckler that's sort of like hooked into her arm, uh, a, the sun would hit it at a way that shows the skull and crossbones that are like sort of entwined, this iridescent glow. Uh, and then she would look over to Bo and see him feeding his unicorn, so she would reach in and grab one of those fruits that she had that she smuggled from that table and would hold it out. Yeah. Same thing. I think your unicorn, there's a strange, uh, there's a strange standoff for a moment between the two of you as you kind of oddly understand each other. This unicorn is the, uh, the Ellie of the unicorns, um, and you are the Ellie of the rope. And there's a, there's an understanding between the two of you in, in that, um, oddly antisocial way for a moment before you provide it with some food and it takes the food and you realize that there is a, an understanding now between you. However, you do need to successfully mount the unicorn as you plan to ride these things out of here, right? So, I need acrobatics checks to try and I'm jump. I'm an old woman! <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Perhaps. Perhaps it will lean down. Perhaps it will. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. <laughs> um, okay, uh, who am I missing? Aura? Me. Yeah, do I get advantage or no? Yes. You get advantage with everything because they're celestials. So, okay. 24, 21, and 18. Um, describe how you get on to your unicorn how do you guys get up there there's no saddles right this isn't like you would traditionally jump up on a horse for a saddle has anyone got any ideas uh, yes my, my mine will just lower down and kind of to the and i just literally lift a leg and plop right on it oh thank you and yeah. then it stands right back up stands back up and starts to move around um with you on the back of this thing holding on to a mane um what about uh you aura I get close to my unicorn and it pops up its first its front leg behind to make a step for me to get up onto its back and so I step on its leg and I hoist myself over and um just start I like lay down on it and kind of give it a hug just instinctively and then I'll I'll stand up and start like running my hand through its mane. Mm. And uh same thing I think you you takes a moment to adjust it's a little wobbly at first but you feel pretty comfortable um and uh ellie i think that uh after after it's finished eating the fruit that she offered she'd run her hands like along the the black fur and it'd be warm because it's he's been in the sun and then she would just legolas it where yeah. she would just like flip herself onto it but it wouldn't be like she doesn't weigh a lot so it wouldn't be like this big burden that lands on him and then she would just like sit there and wait while she watches the others yeah it's like nothing um these things are big they're very strong you can tell that they're like they're like stallion level of of horse right they're big they're strong they're powerful you can tell that there's a lot of uh of muscle um, and, uh, Bo, you fail <laughs> and you get I thrown, but what, miserably, yeah. what happens? I probably don't even get thrown. So you see, this is what happened. Yeah. I've never ridden a horse before, let alone a unicorn. So, um, I walked behind the unicorn 
and try to get up from there. Yeah. And but you instead get... I get kicked. <laughs> get kicked. Uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen is... Well, actually, I guess I need to roll. Wow, okay, so that's a nineteen. Um, yeah, you're gonna get kicked. Let's see here. Um, let's see. I'm gonna roll 2d6 plus four. You take... 13 bludgeoning damage as you are cartoonishly hit by the back legs of this this unicorn and you are launched into a nearby tree boom the bark kind of explodes and you slide down the tree the um the unicorn kind of does uh three circles kind of huffing a little bit kind of um upset with you and then um, moves over towards where you are you feel um, an energy suddenly build around you and coming from this unicorn. You see the top of the unicorn's horn um, crackle with energy. And then there's a bright light. And all three of you see this light. But for you, Bo, it's very close to where you are. And even the shades don't really block the light as it leans down. And it touches the tip of your head with the um, edge of its um, horn. And it heals you up. Or, uh, thing uh, seven healing. Um, you feel the uh, the unicorn kind of nuzzle the side of your head after it touches the the uh, your forehead with the with the um, the horn, um, and then this huge unicorn face appears next to you and kind of nuzzles your cheek. And it's kind of rough and it's kind of heavy. Like this is a this is a unicorn that you don't. Um, mess with. Roll me an animal handling check again. A six. I'm I'm not good with animals. (laughs) The unicorn isn't good with people and you're not good with animals. And in a way, you're the perfect match. Um, This unicorn is sorry for what it's done. But the unicorn also knows that you're bad at dealing with unicorns. Um, you can now get up on top of the unicorn. How do you do it? Uh, well, uh, I uh, very hesitantly uh, a- approach. I try to be as gentle as I can as I um, raise myself on the unicorn and prop myself up. And I'm very stiff on the unicorn. Yeah. The unicorn, I don't want to piss off Joanne anymore. And the unicorn seems very uncomfortable with you there, but there's this, a particular kinship between you as the unicorn is not happy about what's happening necessarily, but also oddly okay with it. There is a moment as you kind of get used to um, being on the back of this unicorn as it starts to move around. Um, and uh, yeah, the unicorn kind of looks up at you and gives you a particular look. Um, but it's a look that suggests that, um, you're okay to be there. The, um, four of you have unicorns now. Um, what is the names of your unicorns? What do you want to name them? Oh my god. We already know one. (laughs) We have Joanne, the giant probably male stallion unicorn (laughs) that 
uh, bow is on. Mine would be named, uh, Zach. Nice. I'd name mine Heartbeat. Nice. I, th I think, I think mine already has a name and I just know what it is. I don't name it myself. Uh, and I don't know what that is yet. That's fine. I'll, I'll um, be the second. I'm no, kidding. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not naming it. It already has a name. I just don't know what it is yet. Right. Yeah, and that can also be what the name is, by the way. You can just know the name. Um, yes, all right. I just know its name. The, um, the, uh, as you guys are kind of on these unicorns and getting to know them and um, getting to feel a little more comfortable as they start to slowly move around, um, you notice that the other unicorns that were here, the 20 or so that were, that were around, um, kind of move away a little bit as the four of you kind of um, on your own unicorns get used to um, what you're uh, dealing with. Who had wings? Did all of them have wings? Yeah, I mine does. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you can feel that the uh, the wings outstretching on these unicorns as they get used to having you there, and you all hear that voice again that you heard at the uh, entrance of the um, forest. Again, it's Myliki, the forest queen. This is coming from the trees, not from the unicorns. You hear Myliki say, "You have found friends, not just in the unicorns, but in spring, summer." and autumn, but there is no friend to be found in winter. Winter prefers to be cold and alone. Prepare yourselves as you fly now to the mountain, for she is a cold mistress, and her trials will not be of the friendly sort. The unicorns suddenly kick into motion. They start uh, running. I'm going to die. <laughs> You, um, each one suddenly starts moving at its full speed, continuing west in the same direction that you were kind of moving originally. They, um, suddenly run and each of you grabs onto the mane or the back of your own unicorn as it begins to move and, and, and jerks left and right in between the trees, swiftly but more agile than you probably expected from these really large creatures. They run... Um, and as they do so, you notice that it creates a sort of shimmering shield around itself, a sort of magical field of energy that helps to keep you stable as soon as it, um, it, it, it ensconces you. Suddenly, they burst forth from the forest into an open plain of yellowed grass stretching outwards. Um, these unicorns then suddenly hit their full gallop, their full speed, and their... Uh, and they are running across these fields. You feel all of their wings outstretch, and then suddenly their legs are running through empty air as they move upwards and into the air. The air around you rushing um, becomes cold and colder. The area below you um, slips away, but before you lies a frozen mountainscape and the unicorns intend to take you to the peak of winter and that is the end of our session today. Thanks for playing. The Brony episode.
You're welcome. And of course, I have all girls for the unicorn episode of my D&D. Hey, I'm a man. I know. I gave you some real classic gender role stuff there, and I'm sorry. Um, but I wanted unicorns as well, if that helps. I mean, you let me, <laughs> you let me have a heavy metal unicorn, yeah. so... The best game ever was that unicorn, robot unicorn attack. You remember that? Yep. It was Always. I want to be with you. Yes. <laughs> Um, the My Little Pony episode is done, but that also ends summer and autumn, and next week you fly to winter on the backs of unicorns from a celestial grove of animals after eating celestial fruit and having a day on the beach. What a fun episode. Um, we'll do a quick round of shout-outs, and then we'll let y'all get out of here. Um... Just a reminder before you all bounce, we have a new show starting tomorrow, which is a Horizon Zero Dawn-inspired show run by Domestic Dan. Um, that starts at the same time as this show does, which is 4 Eastern uh, on this channel. So don't miss that. Bookmark it. We'll see you tomorrow night. Quick round of shout-outs, starting with uh, Unicorn 1, Katie Peters Plays. How's Hello. it going? Where can people find you? What are you up to? Uh, they can find me at Katie Peters... Ketter? Why? Petter Peters plays. <laughs> Why? I just Top don't understand. Petter Peters plays here. <laughs> Coming at you live from Ireland. <laughs> so you can find me there uh, at Katie Peters plays on Twitch and play Katie play on Twitter. Um, thank you all for watching. I don't know. This world is magical and I never want to leave and I kind of want to move and live there in real life. So if you can make that happen, I would really appreciate that, Brad. I'll do my best. Okay. This, is, this is actually the best I can do, I think, but I'll do my best. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's me. Thank you guys for watching. And it's always fun RPing. I missed this the last two weeks. So this is really yeah. fun today. It was, it was good to be fun. back. Um, What about you, Disby? Hi, uh, thanks for all the fun today, everybody. And thanks for, for watching today's episode. I'm Disby Arx. You can find me here at Twitch at the same uh, handle, Disby Arx. And I do a lot of roleplay on the side in other video games, such as Red Dead Redemption 2. And I do like horror games as well. If you like that sort of thing, uh, yeah, come and hang out. And I will do exactly that. What about you, Pocket? Where people finding you and stuff in the week, if anywhere. Because you're... Uh, I, I should be back to streaming this week. Uh, I will again have to take a break when the house actually goes into closing and I have to move out they kick me out of here but that's sort of what I've been up to but I'll be back to streaming probably I don't even know what I'll stream more Terraria I was having a lot of fun on that so find me at twitch.tv slash pocket or on twitter at pocket to keep up with what I'm doing and I had a lot of fun today thanks Brad I uh I feel like I feel like uh Ellie's just becoming the angsty older sister <laughs> <laughs> like uh god what was what was sasuke's brother called you don't know you've never seen naruto um well you're him um what about you pb uh hi i'm Pumpkinberry, and you can find me at twitch and twitter at Pumpkinberry. and in all the years of playing dungeons and dragons i have never actually seen a unicorn before that was fucking magical also archimedes I actually cried on break. That's yeah. why we were a little late coming back because I had an emotional moment. That yeah. what? 
two weeks off and then I come back to this glorious episode. I'm going to get emotional again. If you want to know who Archimedes is, go and watch Darkfire. He was in that, um, which was the D&D show I ran before this I knew instantly. Oh, my God. Had to be, man. You know what I mean? It had to be. Where else would he be? Um, Yes, many Easter eggs in this entire campaign. This is my uh, third campaign that I've run in this setting that I made up myself and made all the rules myself about. Um, And uh, so there's a few Easter eggs that you can find if you want to watch all of our other stuff. You can watch my other rubbish games if you want. They're on. They're in playlists on YouTube, or you can find them on the uh, on the collections and stuff. Here we've got all sorts of games throughout the week. Again, remember there's a new show tomorrow. Don't miss it um, on this channel. And uh, we've got all sorts of other stuff going on. Shows starting to pop up every night. We're, we're, are we out of days yet? No, we got Thursdays no. and Saturdays, so you can take Thursdays and Saturdays off to play. Oh, I don't know. What about? Fallen Stars, um, resident, yes. resident mod, and um, one of the many creatures that lives in my house, young Noodle Leaf, who is always here helping us out with the streams and has been doing all sorts of things behind the scenes for many years for Table Story, um, made his own um, tabletop RPG game. It's called Fallen it's so Stars. Good. It's, and these are his words, a brand new dark fantasy survival horror tabletop RPG focusing on surviving while a horde of creatures attacks. There's sanity, magic, necromancy, and everything comes at a cost. There's also trees, if you like trees. Um, It's very good. It's entirely original, made by Noodle. There is a link in the chat to the drive-thru RPG um link the product it's called fallen stars core rulebook and if you're listening or you're watching elsewhere i'll put links to it in the descriptions and stuff but if you just want to google it yourself fallen stars core rulebook um by leith brownlee um and uh yeah i i recommend going and looking at it it's it's legit um and uh maybe we'll run one maybe we'll run a session of it at some point here um, it was pretty terrifying because I think because the way he ran it when we play tested it was an actual hour before the horde arrived yeah. and we sat there and we were like planning and doing all of our stuff and then <laughs> we, were we like had to boarding wait up a church, and I was like I think. oh god <laughs> it was very very stressful it's a really it it's got good. a really really good horde mode in it um yes. but yeah you can you and can we all died didn't we I think we did all die. It was pretty <laughs> Somebody horrific. Somebody fell out the window. <laughs> Someone fell out the window and it was over. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we tried to save them. It's very good. It's called Fallen Stars and it was made by Noodle. And uh, yeah, go check it out if you want to check it out. Um, I think that's it for announcements, right? Yes. See you on yes. tomorrow. Tomorrow for the tomorrow, for our new show. New show. Then Tuesday for Witchcraft and Wizardry. Wednesday for Gone. Friday for Facade. That's right. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next week when things get a little colder. All this fun in the sun is being replaced as you head to the the cold mountain peaks of winter and whomever waits atop that mountain. Here is another trailer, Forgotten Lands Tomorrow. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye.